The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here Mm -hmm. on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. It's Friday. 888-900-3393. And of course, as always, there's there's a lot going on. We, We may... We may just have some uh, fun for a Friday, get you into the weekend. Uh, but one of the things that we are, uh, we've been following for a couple of weeks now is the South African situation. Uh, now, Glenn's staff actually did some investigating into this, and it looks like some of this has been overblown, right? Yes. Well, it did uh, The look- numbers are, don't add up to one or two murders per week. The numbers with uh, the crime rate in the country uh, and uh, what's happening, actually happening in the country, uh, don't add up to genocide. No, so genocide uh, is not happening now. I don't know correct. that we've ever claimed that. Well, that but I mean, no, but I mean, the the uh, and the the claims of uh, the government coming and taking farms has not actually started yet. But they're go- it's going to. It seems to be happening. Yes. Um, the. Uh, EFF leader in in uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters leader, Julius Malima, he's accused the president of South Africa, who himself seems pretty willing to take farms from white people without compensation. Oh, yes. He's accusing him and the Democratic Alliance of, uh, Alliance of colluding to sabotage plans to expropriate land without compensation. So he wants... I mean, they're all fired up for this to happen and it's not happening fast enough for some of the people here just take their farms don't give them anything in return right is what these people want remember their uh you know their um uh laws now state that you can take uh, the farm but they got to be compensated but there's got to be a market price for them have to be compensated right and Uh the uh and, and the farmer has to accept the farmer can say no yeah now which is almost um you know, almost unlike here. I mean, that's why Ruth Bader Ginsburg loves it so much. Right. Because uh, it's right. better than here. <laughs> yes, it's okay? better. Clear. Well, their constitution is clearly superior that's to ours. That's what I'm saying. It was written after ours. So, obviously. And they focus directly on civil rights. <laughs> that's ex- Jeffy, I, I just you. want you to know they had a direct <laughs> focus on civil rights. So, what I'm... So. <laughs> but that is uh, probably, uh, that that's going away fast. And they want it to go away. They want to be able to just say, we're going to take it and have a nice day. Just as kind of an interesting reminder, here is what Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> said about the U.S. Constitution compared to, let's say, South Africa's. You should certainly be aided by all the Constitution writing that has gone on mm-hmm. since the end of World War II. Sure. Mm-hmm. I would not look to the U.S. Constitution no, if no, I were drafting a Constitution in the year 2012. Silly. Mm-hmm. I might look at the Constitution of South Africa. South Africa, that was sure. A, a deliberate mm-hmm. attempt. Deliberate to, to have a fundamental instrument of government that uh-huh. embraced mm-hmm. basic human rights. Oh, like expropriation had an of land. Judiciary. It's it. It really is independent judiciary. I wish we would have thought of that. Huh, man. Dang it. So good. Independent judiciary. I mean. Uh, What if you had an independent judiciary, (laughs) an independent legislative branch, and an 
independent executive branch. What would three happen if three and they were equal? I. How would you run something like I, yeah, that? I don't think you can. That's why you got to look to South Africa okay. um, for some advice if you're writing a constitution <laughs> right now. So in South Africa, where they've got this marvelous constitution, the economic freedom fighter leader, Julius Malima, says that his group is prepared to die to achieve land expropriation without compensation. Uh, the party has claimed that if if it's aware of white extremists who are opposed to the policy and training and they're training snipers in Pretoria to kill them. Wow. That doesn't sound like paranoid conspiracy nonsense, does it? So uh this is this is just uh Nazi hatred. Jews are training white people to become snipers so they so they can kill uh blacks. Yeah. Whereas it is the black uh Congress that is planning right now to start taking white people's farms from them and not give them anything in return. So uh, I mean, they took it from the they took it from from the 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 blacks first. They're just taking it back. That's the claim. Although just many of these farms back. were were in these families since the 1600s when there was nobody there. There was nobody to take it from back <laughs> Says in the 1600s uh, history books. You know so. I mean, just history, folks. That's it, though. I, that's all, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And, and South Africa is such a... a, a it's one a beautiful of, place. It, it was gorgeous, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the shanty towns, you're thinking, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean... Well, you get everything horrific. there. Mm-hmm. You get the extreme wealth and the super extreme poverty, and, and they're fairly close together. They and, sure are. You know, just a short drive will show you both, and it's really, it's amazing. It's amazing to see. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, uh, Simone Sanders, who's a former Bernie Sanders spokeswoman, now she's a CNN com- commentator. Um, she offered a really interesting claim about what's really to blame for the murder of Molly Tibbetts in Iowa. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, course now everybody's blaming an illegal alien uh who admitted he killed her so that's kind of why they're blaming him because he said yeah he did um <laughs> she's got a little bit different so he actually admitted yeah now now yeah. now he didn't did he did he actually show the the uh, authorities where the body was um you know i don't did he yeah, is yeah, that what he, he did. did yeah he took him to where it was he did actually show them yeah. he's the one jeez yeah okay which give you, leads you to believe that maybe he's telling the truth about killing her. <laughs> just a right? dad, yes. Um, but uh, fortunately, Simone uh, Sanders said her murderer just happens to be undocumented. This isn't about border security. This is about toxic masculinity. Thank you, Simone. Thank you for having the courage to say it. Molly Tibbetts lost her life because a man couldn't take her saying no. Full stop. <laughs> full I love stop. that now. I love that full, full stop, stop thing. <laughs> okay, well, that's the last word then. She said We're full done. stop. We're all, We're it's all over. Done. You can't say anything about it now. It's toxic masculinity. We got to come to a full stop on the whole discussion. It's over. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. And then they're claiming, then she claims her murderer actually might not even be undocumented. Regardless, though, it's problematic for people to char- characterize an entire community based on the actions of one person. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's uh, doing no. that. What we're doing is saying, 
Some of the people that are crossing the border are people like this who are murdering other people, raping and murdering people. And it's got to stop. And we can stop it by securing the border. But because of people like Simone Sanders, we continue to spin our wheels in that regard. And we continue to have this stupid back and forth about uh, whether or not it's racist to want to secure the U.S. border. I just, I can't. It's getting so hard to take. Which is why today, I think we're going to, uh, we're going to have some fun. Um, one of the things I want to show you is uh, something really cool that happened in Moscow. Aerosmith is performing there. And uh, yeah, this was like two or three years ago. Oh, is, is that long ago? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was that long ago, but it was. So, Steve, so, he was, so he, Tyler isn't even 70 now here at this point. Yeah. That's why it looks so good. <laughs> so he's walking down the streets of Moscow uh, as they're, you know, about to perform there. And some guy, some street performer is playing one of his songs. I don't want to miss a thing. And here's what happens. If you're watching on Blaze TV, you can see the look of shock on the street performers. He realizes it's actually Steven Tyler. Yeah. cool moment that is how cool would that be big smile and a snapshot for the crowd pretty cool yeah uh that's that's a pretty fun moment for the street musician <laughs> yeah. and everybody gathered there yeah no kidding uh everybody's uh talking about this other little run-in that steve do we still have the steven tyler walking down the the i i don't know if this was outside what's the show that he that he, he was did. doing with the America's was this, Got Talent. Was this right? during America's Got Talent? Or uh, he, he seems to be running a gauntlet of a bunch of fans, and one of them kind of gets a little intrusive there and uh, he jumps the yeah. thing, right? Oh, he jumps, gosh, yeah. jumps through the ropes. And uh, let's take a look at that because Steven doesn't appreciate it in this one. <laughs> he just ducks under the guy and pushes him off of I kind of don't blame Good. him for that. Yeah. I mean, Come on. He's walking into the crowd. He's walking in for the show. He's thinking he's yeah. got a thousand things on his mind. Didn't ask, do you mind if I get a selfie with you? No. He just comes up and grabs him. I got to get out of my way, dude. And uh, he's not happy about that. I don't all. blame him. I'm on his side there. Uh, me too. Um, another thing he's not happy about, I don't know if he'll be on his side for this, but he's not happy about uh, Donald Trump using his music at rallies. And he has told him to stop. Uh, he, in fact, he issued the, uh, he issued the Trump people in the Trump campaign, a cease and desist order not to play living on the edge or any of his other music at any of his rallies. Um, so that's a tough one. Yeah. I guess he's been doing it quite a bit and 
like the one he uh, that they held at the Charleston Civic Center in West Virginia on Tuesday this week. They played "Living on the Edge," and uh, and Stephen Perry got a hold of him and said, "Yeah, stop doing that. I don't want you using my music." It creates the impression that I'm that I'm supporting you. It does that do I that. endorse. And I, you. I think it does do that. But on the other hand, you know, I'm I'm kind of torn because you know. Look, that audience buys Aerosmith music. You're right. Uh, you know they yeah. are fans of Steven Tyler and and Aerosmith, and so you know you kind of slap them down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But on the mm-hmm. same token, it's his music. And he, uh, yeah, and it and does give the it does give the uh, the impression that he endorses Trump, which then in turn uh, makes the people on the left mad against Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. So just don't play my stuff. Yeah. Uh, but you risk you run the risk of of uh, making people on the right mad with I, this. I know. But what are you going to do? I, it's probably more important to him not to be linked to Trump than it is uh, not to piss off certain amount of his uh, fan base. That's probably I, true. Probably is. Yeah. Uh, but I think you might be right that people, if if you are playing one of their songs at a rally, it might create that impression because people know that Bruce Springsteen has objected to. Uh, Republicans playing his music. Uh, John Mellencamp oh, has well, stopped Mellencamp, people from I mean, playing his music. He he is. Uh, oh, they're both, he's a yeah. He's, he's a strange character. Yeah, he is that guy. I watched a big yeah. long interview with him not long ago, and I mean, he pretty much called the people who use his music mm-hmm. as uh, uh, you know um, uh, endorsement of the United States of America and mm-hmm. red, white, and blue and all American. I mean, he, he was like, they're just dumb. Well, yeah, because he said, uh, listen. Didn't anybody read my lyrics? Yeah, look at the lyrics. Look at the lyrics of Pink Houses. Now, those people are just stupid. I and, <laughs> like, the, like the Born in the USA lyrics. They're kind of anti-American. Yeah. Uh, those are not fans of the United States of no, America. No, not a, I mean, he most guys. definitely is not. Even though they've gotten great lives uh, on the back of, of this country, um, they, they still... No, they've given it all away. Yeah. Oh, wait, sure they have. No, yeah. wait, he was doing the interview from his from his uh, multi-hundred-acre place in the middle of the country. Huh. Yeah, amazing. Was... Probably in Indiana. Is that yeah. where he lives? 888 Uh You know, Glenn founded Real Estate Agents I Trust because he was frustrated working with real estate agents he couldn't tr- he couldn't rely on. And they just, uh, they they didn't, they didn't get enough people interested in coming through the house, and it just sat there for a long time and had to keep lowering the price, and they lost a lot of money on it. So they went and did their homework about what makes a great agent, and they found out that it's one of the things is commitment. you got to be committed to it full time. You can't just dabble in real estate a little bit. You have to know about things like curb appeal. What does the landscaping look like? Should you repaint the house inside and out? What about the trim? Does that need to be touched up a little bit? Professional staging and pictures are super important because you got to list this thing on the internet and you want the pictures to entice people to come see your house in person. And when to list, that's that's really important. What What's happening in the market all around, you got to know about that. These are the things that make great agents and this is why we have put together this team of realtors across the country, 1,200 of them now at realestateagentsitrust.com. Let our agents earn your business at realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network.
is here. Uh, Robin Leach just died. Very sad Last news. night, 76? 76 years old last night, and uh, he'd been... St- in the hospital for since November. Ah, oh, that's sad. Because uh, he suffered a stroke in November, and mm. and then uh, he was uh, you know rehabbing and appeared to be getting uh, a little bit better, and then he suffered a second stroke the first part of this week, and Oof, boy, didn't uh, didn't come through. Sad. You might sad. remember him from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I'm Robin Leach. How did you have that tape so no, fast? No, I just did. I mean, the sound. <laughs> I've just got it at the ready at all times, oh, just in case. Amazing. You know, just in case. You know, he was so huge, so big. Yeah, he was. And uh, he was, uh, you know, writing as a columnist for the Las Vegas Review Journal, a celebrity columnist. Mm. Uh, you know, the last few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, I mean, you think he would maybe he wanted to work and you know maybe cre- create some work because you think. Robin probably did okay. Oh yeah, I, I would think so. That guy. was that show was pretty big. It was huge. Everybody talked about it. And it was in syndication for forever, right? Champagne! Wishes, wishes and, and caviar, caviar dreams! dreams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I mean, that, that was a big part of the I 80s. know. It really was. That, was a, that show was on all the time. Everybody knew it. He was a big star because he was the host of the show. Uh, just haven't seen him in a long Traveled time. Traveled the world with... Showing off all these rich people is yeah. a good call. That's a good gig, too. Yeah, you aren't lying. Uh, that had to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393. Uh, Chris Cuomo, who's, I don't know, either the biggest douche on television or, what, top top three at least. It's got to be top three douchebag. <laughs> well, he... He was top three, and then he moved into having that, uh, instead of being on a morning show where he couldn't be a complete douche all the time, he went mm-hmm. into that evening show. Yeah. I mean, that and now that he steps him up. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. He had Kellyanne Conway on. Um, this is kind of interesting because watch this and tell me if they're not both right on this. I mean, they're both, uh, because Chris Cuomo's saying that the president has lied. And that's true. Kellyanne Conway is insisting that CNN spends all day, every day bashing the president. That's also true. Yes. So whose side are you on during this? Well, you got to lean Kellyanne Conway because, again, Chris Cuomo is one of the biggest douches on television. Uh, here they are. Uh, and that, uh, he doesn't fall far from the the whole family. Doesn't oh, the fall whole far from family the, from the douche tree. That's for sure. Uh, here's here's the first part of this little discussion. Uh, when it comes to collusion with Russia, I don't see criminal conduct from the president uh, when it comes to campaign violations. I say, but what about the lying? He says, oh, he is lying about what he did with the women. And the public will have to account for that, that they can't trust him to tell the truth. But it's not a crime. Do you agree with that assessment? I think that you should. If there's no criminal exposure, perhaps, in your opinion, but that he lied about this. The president has said that he has not lied, and the president has said that no charges were filed against him in either the Manafort the or the Cohen matters. The president has said matters, it's not an answer. Know. And that's important here. The other thing that's really important to note, especially for the CNN viewers, Christopher, is that despite a year and a half of searching high and low, where exactly is this fictitious Russian collusion, which the New York Times said in July 11, 2017, doesn't even have legal significance. Collusion means two people are getting together maybe to do something illicit. It's not conspiracy, which is getting together to commit a crime. Where is that? You've spent so much sweat equity, invested so many screen 
screaming graphics and time and experts talking about everything from impeachment to collusion. Does it matter? Lots of folks. That's why. No, but where is it? And why is it? You've got to ask Mueller. He's not done with his investigation. No, let's be fair. You weren't waiting for Mueller. CNN is not respectful. You've not waited for Bob Mueller to finish the investigation. You've been talking because you've been talking about collusion and promising it to your viewers Never. for a year and a half. Literally not once. Now we can't talk about the dossier. Almost all the time. Why aren't you leading into the dossier? Some of your colleagues want to word. Talk about the dossier all the time. Guy, let's talk about it tonight because last night Michael Cohen's attorney Lanny Davis made very clear to your colleague and many other appearances yesterday that there are at least three, 13, 14, 15 falsehoods about Michael Cohen in the dossier, including the fact that they say he's never been to Prague in his life. You're defending Michael Cohen. No, what I'm telling you is, no, 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 what I'm telling you is you can't have it both ways. You can't for a year and a half say this is all about Russia collusion, that we, a, a campaign that I managed to the to its victory, I was there for the successful part of the campaign, that this man Thank who ran, run, ran and won fairly and squarely, as you full well know, you can't promise everybody that there's going to be yeah, nullification of that, that he didn't win fairly and squarely. Tell assessment. me. Because it's, pa- it's patently untrue. That we he didn't promise, win fairly and squarely? We don't promise the audience an outcome. We tell them that you have to respect the process. Do you think he won fairly and squarely? Do you think the democratic process worked here? Do you think he is a democratic president? I think he won president? the electoral college. That means he's the president of the United States. Thank you very much. He's your president, too. And it's time I to never start said he showing wasn't the my respect to this president. Listen. Again, I mean, they're both right. They're both right. The president absolutely are. The president has absolutely lied on this, and it's so it's proven that the president lied about it. There's been some miscommunications. Is that what it is? Miscommunication. Yeah, Yeah. that's what Urban Meyer called it. So I'm thinking, why not Trump just grab onto that? (laughs) (laughs) I misspoke. Is another good one. Uh, You know, I didn't put it as artfully as maybe I could have. there's another part to this, and I, I I don't know if we even have do we do we have to, uh, yeah we don't even have to have time to play we'll have to play it on the other side but I mean it's it's fascinating to watch Kellyanne Conway in action because she she will never admit to a fact that that goes against Donald Trump now I I find that amazing because everybody is human you you could at least mention that okay yes he he lied about that but. And then go forward, and really, and really, because it's been proven, and, and really, again, and they won't do it through this whole thing. I mean, they're both right, right? Because yeah. Chris even says something yeah. similar to what you just said somewhere in one of the, throughout this interview, and it's like, yeah, you're right, but not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he there, there. If you're going to err on the side of which one do I want to be on the side of, I'm standing behind Kelly. Yeah, it's going to be Kellyanne because she's right about the fact that CNN has just been out to get the guy. And they, they never, I've never said that. I never said that. Every I, mean, I say, I say, we we just giving you the facts almost every night. You you're not you're not pushing some any certain outcome. Really, you're not. <laughs> You're not alluding to the fact that you believe there was Russian collusion. You're not. Uh, we've got pushing, to let, we've got know, to let Mueller finish his investigation. I say that almost uh, every night. Uh, <laughs> it's a lie. I mean, that's a lie too. Chris Cuomo's blatantly lying to her as she's blatantly lying to him, or at least not admitting to any lies. I mean, of course, everybody has lied, uh, and we have proven that the president has lied on numerous occasions. CNN lies all the time. So just why don't you just both get it out there on the table? Yeah, okay, you're right. Let's just move on into another topic now. I mean, I find it hard. I find it hard to believe that you're calling it lies when, if you don't have all the information and you answer a question, then you find out later that the information has changed. It's not a lie. <laughs>
Yeah, but that's not what happened. So, um, <laughs> hate to break that to you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Before we show you the rest of this uh, interview with Cuomo and Kellyanne Conway, let me tell you about Earth Water. This is a great product that uh, I think you're going to love. It's a 100% natural beverage. It, it puts back needed micronutrients into your diet. Uh, there's over 70 trace minerals in Earth Water. Find out what Earth Water can do for you because it, it's going to boost your energy level. It'll re- help rebuild your immune system, reduce stress improve your memory and your focus, all kinds of great benefits from this. And you can make it a business too. Later on this year, you're going to have a chance, well, you have the chance right now to become an Earthwater affiliate. And then this will all kick off later this year. So you're on the ground level participating in this direct-to-market model. And when your customers purchase Earthwater for themselves, you get a 40% commission for selling a really healthy product. To join Team Earthwater, go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Do that right now. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter, where struggling Lumby tweets: Chris Cuomo is certainly angling for Grand Nozzle. <laughs> I think he was at one point the Grand Nozzle. I, I don't wasn't know he? that Chris ever made it that high. No, really? At the time, no. I'm, I'm not I don't sure. Know. I don't know. I have to go back to, and yeah, look. look it's back been in quite our some time in the past. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely uh, a worthy candidate. Oh yeah. I mean, there's no question oh, yeah. about that. Millennial Falcon tweets. Uh, so DJT Donald Donald Jan, John, Donald John Trump is that what he uh, upset yeah. with China for stealing intellectual property, but borrows <laughs> Stephen Tyler's without permission or rights with no problem. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting thought. And from Sabes84, no triggered Keith 2018 today? What's happening? Uh, no, Keith's right here. I mean, yes, he's put on a little weight since last night. Uh, what do you got, a little water weight gain there? Keith, it's... Uh, yeah, I've got some cramping. A little it's cramping, a little water weight yeah. gain, feeling a little bloated uh, during that time. A little, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little. That's funny, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. That's funny, right? That is funny. Yeah. That's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, obviously Keith's off today. Uh, Jeffy filling in. Uh, no triggered Keith today. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, let me finish up with this uh, interview of Chris Cuomo, Kellyanne Conway. Both of them kind of calling each other liars. Nobody will. Nobody will admit to what the other person is saying. And uh, here's how that went. We can't even get our agenda covered on CNN. That's not true. No, that is true. Let's do it today. But listen, hold on, Chris. Stop it. The truth matters. That's what we sell to our audience because that's the only reason we have a job. The truth is... He lied about this. You guys should lied own it about what? and move forward. I'm sorry, lied he about what? I'm not going to sit here about what Michael Cohen was dying, doing with these women and the payments. No, he no, lied about he not knew knowing. about it after. I know, and that's the a payments lie. Payments were made. That's Says a who, lie. You? Yes. Says, Says you me. Why? Says the facts. No, I'll what tell you, facts? Because I heard a the tape, president said, and on it, his voice is Donald Trump 
and he is listening to his lawyer tell him what he needs to do to finish his deal with his friend Pecker. Everybody's heard it. If you want it, I'll play it again. Now, what CNN does that tell plays us? it on a going Well, good, then you've heard this. So really, I'm just refreshing like your recollection. So then you know it already. Alex. You know it already. No, no, no. And what it shows is no. he was aware of what he was doing before he did it. No. That's the truth. He's lying. When he was asked on Air Force One, mm -hmm. did you know about that? Was a question about the Stormy Daniels painting, mm -hmm. and he said no. And he did. And meaning not at the time. That was in April. The whole world knew about it by January. No, he knew about it also. No, he's saying he didn't know about it at the time, and he said yesterday. I know. It was and that's Air not this morning. True. He said he knew about it after the fact. I but know. Here's but the, that's here's, not true. I don't want your viewers to, mm. and I know your viewers expect to be fed anti-Trump virulence every single night, <laughs> and they come away quite satisfied. And let's be fair here. That's true. Mm -hmm. You should just own it. Just say, you want me to own that. You won't own what is so obvious, and mm -hmm. I don't no, no, get here's it. Here's what's obvious. You could say, look, did he lie? Yes, he lied. He's not perfect, but it's not mm -hmm. illegal. No, he you could say that. You, his own lawyer today. admits he lied. No, no, no. That's not, is he his current lawyer? Jay Goldberg, when was the last that time that he was his... No, 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 answer for me. When well, was the last time he I was would, his I lawyer? would argue when he called to ask how to handle Michael Cohen just months ago. No, no, no. When, you know who his lawyers are now, right? Yes. Rudy Giuliani, Jay yes. Sekulow. Well, mm -hmm. you're going to have to have that conversation Oh, I don't think him. that just because but you're not retained currently time, doesn't mean you're not a good gauge of the character okay, of your me, client. Let me tell you something. Yes. Tell us. The president <laughs> spoke on this just this morning for the whole world to see. Yeah. Oh. He said, she asked him, did you know about the payments? He yeah. said, I knew them after they were yeah. made. But let's focus on the two big stories of the week, according to well, CNN no, like and MSNBC, said, Manafort and Cohen. Mm. Let's focus on those. Where in the Manafort trial is Russia collusion Trump? I don't these care. Are you the president care. lied Where? about what he knew about these women. He should no, not lie to the American people. She keeps saying that he knew after the payment was made. When we have the tape of Cohen going to him and saying, hey, we got to take care of this thing with your friend. Remember that? Hey, I got to take care of this thing with your friend. So, um, and he said, well, you, you, you're not doing it. You're not taking it out of the something, something to the fact that you're not, you're not taking it out of the campaign. Right. right? And they discussed it. Yeah, I mean, he even it's in, on in, tape. In another interview, he said that uh, he, he talked about that because he knew that uh, uh, it didn't come out of the campaign because you know I knew that'd be dicey, right? Right, <laughs> a little dicey, right? So yeah, he knew, and and we know he knew, and she's still denying it. It's just weird. It's just come on, they won't accept reality. On the other hand, they're CNN, yes, and, and they're. They will not show Donald Trump's agenda. All they do is bash him. They spend all day, every day, uh, attacking him to the point where we feel like defending him, even well, if we don't want to. to. Yeah, you have to. You really do. You have to. It's just it pushes you that direction because it's so unhinged. So they're both right. Again. Yeah, they're both right. <laughs> they're both right. <laughs> then you got over on MSNBC, you have... Uh, Ali Veshi, who is talking about how impeachment works, and he gets none of it right. The whole segment is called How Impeachment Works. <laughs> okay, so here's what uh, Ali Veshi explains uh, on impeachment over on MSNBC. Only the House can bring charges against a president, but any individual congressperson 
can start this process. Next, okay. the House mm -hmm. votes. At least two-thirds of the chamber has to approve the impeachment. No. 288 votes as it's currently constituted since mm -hmm. there are four vacancies in the House right now. The mm -hmm. Senate tries the case and votes, acting as defense, mm -hmm. judge, and jury. Again, the threshold True. is two-thirds. So even half the chamber uh, voting to impeach votes. Uh, would still equip the president. Okay. Two-thirds so. of the Senate, 60 yeah. as it stands not right now, are needed okay, to vote so. guilty for impeachment. How impeachment works, dun, 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 dun. except for not. He got, got two-thirds, right? <laughs> he got, no, he didn't. No, the House needs a simple majority, okay? Simple majority in the House. Uh, and yeah, two-thirds in the Senate, though. And right? you get two-thirds in the Senate, which yeah, is did, 67 right. no, I mean, votes. It is two-thirds. You yes. just said the number wrong. Yes. yes. He just got the number right. I mean, wrong. wrong. It's, yeah. it's not 60. It's 67. And that's a really <sighs> tough number to get to. That's really tough. It's... Can you imagine it, the way the Senate is split right now, impeaching either party member? There, no way. Yeah, no. I mean, it's, that's, that's just not going to happen. Almost an impossible number. It is. It is. Now, the simple majority in the House you can easily reach for impeachment, and then when you try to convict in the Senate, and you you got to get to that sixty-seven number. Well, now, I mean, that's why it's never happened. Not in the history of the country. It's never happened. So, would it have happened with Nixon? I don't know. We'll never know that because he no. resigned before they could impeach and convict. And so, I don't know. But maybe then? Maybe. If you've gotten... If, maybe. You know, in hindsight, we say maybe, but mm -hmm. then probably not. Probably not. Yeah, you might not have even gotten that done. Uh, and we've had some pretty bad presidents and who've done some pretty bad things. Really? And yeah. Uh, and still, no impeachment I mean, you know that for ever. a fact? I know that for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've had Democrat presidents who have put in, who have put American uh, citizens in jail, essentially huh. uh, in prison camps. So, yeah, some pretty bad things, huh. and they weren't impeached for it. So, right, it's a really right. tough standard. Um, so, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it is supposed to be. Yeah, it's not. It shouldn't be easy to get the president removed from office. Otherwise, it happened all the time. As soon as the other party got pissed with him, uh, they'd start impeachment uh, proceedings, and, and it'd be over. So you'd never get anything done, which might be a good thing, actually, now that I think of it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and change that. <laughs> let's go ahead and change that, because uh, they usually just do bad things. Uh, 888-900-3393. And even when you have a majority like we do, or like the Republicans do in the House and the Senate, still. And then you get a uh, Republican like Rand Paul, who proposes a bill to defund Planned Parenthood. And he he tries desperately to do what he said he was going to yes. do. Yes, and even before you know, what ticks me off about this is that you know when there's no bill sitting at the everybody raises their hand. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. man, do we hate Planned Parenthood? You're right. right. Yeah. Oh, it reminds, well, it kind of reminds it. me of Obamacare too. Same thing. Just yeah. oh man, do we hate that? We got to get rid of that. Put it in front of their face for real. If you oh, if you reelect me, it. we're going to defund Planned Parenthood. We're going to get rid of Obamacare. They've done none of it. None of it. And they had another chance to defund Planned Parenthood. And here's Rand Paul talking about that. But everybody knows that the taxpayers really cross subsidizing Planned Parenthood's abortion mills. My amendment would end funding to Planned Parenthood. My amendment is already included in the House version, and yet my amendment is now being blocked by Republicans. The Republican leadership Jeez. has filled the amendment tree to block my defund Planned Parenthood amendment. 
But how can that be? Surely Republican leadership doesn't favor abortion funding? The answer is a curious one. The truth is that Republican leadership favors bloated government spending more than they care about Planned Parenthood. This appropriations bill before us exceeds the spending caps by nearly $100 billion. Big spending Republicans fear that blocking funding for Planned Parenthood would derail their plans to greatly expand the welfare warfare state. Mm. That hurts. So it's Republican leadership that's blocking his amendment. The Republicans are blocking his amendment. The people who ran on, yeah, we're going to defund Planned Parenthood for you. Just put us back there and we'll get that done. Nope. Amazing. And every time I see him, I still want to find out what the real deal was with his neighbor. (laughs) It wasn't yard clippings. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, It was not yard clippings. He was was piling them up in the back in the corner (laughs) next to the property line. I know. It happened one too many many times. times. How many times you walk walk your your perimeter of your property, Pat, Um, and you see your neighbor piling up leaves and and Mm -hmm. piling up tree limbs. And then I just want to beat him practically to death. And at the same time, you hear his John Deere lawnmower (laughs) running out front. Yeah. And you think. I'm going to go get him right now. I'm going to take care of that dirty right now. I'm going to beat him within (laughs) an inch of his (laughs) life. That happens all every day. Right? Every day, yeah. So I guess it's understandable. We have to know. Come on. There's got to be some some. We're never going to know. I don't think we're ever going to find out. We're never going to find out what that was. Uh, Because Rand Paul's not talking about it. And the other guy is certainly not talking about it. So, and he's probably, is he already serving his time? I think so. I think he's already there, yeah. I think that's done. And like, what, we can't talk to him about it? Yeah. I mean, nobody Somebody could, could go and, I guess, visit him and talk to him about it, see if he'll give up any details. But probably not. I mean, he's... Uh, ah, that's lawn clippings. Okay. Right. right. I mean, you know, he's beating up a senator, right? I mean, you're not, you yeah. can't do that. You can't do that. And if it was political, then it's, uh, then it's a felony. Then it's a bigger felony. Then it's right. you, you attached a lot more jail time to it. Then, but if we'll never know, then we can just we can just uh, make up our own anything, ideas. Right? Yeah, that's and that's what people are doing. It's like Rand Actually. was, you know, messing around with that guy's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just start making stuff up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. This is uh, an awesome product because if you don't get vegetables into your diet, like I don't. I don't eat broccoli. I, I don't eat kale. Uh, I mean, kale. Well, I don't even know why that was put on the earth. I mean, that comes. At, that, I don't even I, know why. I don't. That comes don't as kind why. of a surprise to those of us that eat our vegetables. Mm-hmm. Does it? Oh, Is yeah. it? You're one I, of those people know. who oh, do eat your vegetables. Do I, that's all I eat. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's vegetables. <laughs> well, you don't get that body without just hey, uh, you this, know being careful about this, what you. What you put in it. Thank you, my, my friend. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, every scoop of <laughs> Field of Greens. Did we ever figure out what is kale? Yeah, it's a nasty, bitter leaf. That's what That's it is. That's it, right? I, I, I mean, it's a, it's a weed that's yeah. grown, and somebody decided, yeah. oh, we need to eat that. And I don't. I don't I'm eat nasty, bitter no. leaves. No. I don't do it. That's ridiculous. That's not food. <laughs> that's not food. It's like shrubbery. That's what it is. Thank you. Every scoop of this gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that you know don't taste like kale. I love it. It's prebiotic, probiotic, boosts your immune system, antioxidant power, and it's not extracted from anything. It's actual real food. It's the real food that's ground up into that uh, powder for you. So you put one scoop of it into eight ounces of water. 
or your favorite smoothie or shake. It's that easy, and it tastes great. Go to BrickHousePat.com, try Field of Greens today, get 10% off a month's supply with the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. 888-933-93. Speaking of being disappointed with Republicans, what do you make of this uh, Duncan Hunter situation where he supposedly used all kinds of campaign funds for lavish vacations for he and his wife? Now, this is Duncan Hunter Jr., not Duncan Hunter Sr. But um, this is a guy we've, you know, been pretty impressed with, pretty high on. I think through most of his career, and he's he's like a veteran. Yeah, he did tours. Uh, he he did his time defending the country, fighting terrorism, and and now he's being accused of all these campaign violations that he they had lavish vacations from his campaign fund. And interestingly enough, he kind of implicates his wife here, uh, Martha McCallum interviewed him yesterday some of them came from complaints from your own treasurer and i think your chief of staff uh as well so did you call your wife and say that you wanted to buy a pair of hawaii shorts but you didn't have money and she said that you should buy the shorts at the pro shop so that you could falsely describe that purchase as some golf balls for wounded warriors yeah, Did that happen? I, I don't know what I don't re- remember that, but I would never do that. I've never used any money, any campaign money to do anything uh, to buy to buy myself anything than slough it off for anybody else. I've never done that, Martha. And, and what they've okay. done, what I've seen that they've done, too, is edit mm-hmm. some of these text messages and make them look different than they are. Mm-hmm. I can't pull down text messages from five years ago. But no, I, I would never do that. And just because uh, uh, somebody texted me that. Doesn't mean that I had anything to do with with anything that happened after that or or, or did that. Well, you, you also said yesterday that your wife handled a lot of the family expenses yeah. and the campaign finances. Um, so are you saying that it's more her fault than your fault? Well, I'm saying when I when I went to I, I, Iraq in 2003, the first time yeah. I gave her power of attorney and she handled uh-huh. my finances throughout my entire military career. And that continued on yeah. when I got into Congress because I'm gone five days a week. I'm home for two. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, and she was also the, the camp, the campaign manager. So what, whatever she did on that, that'll be uh, that'll be looked at, too, I'm sure. But uh, but uh, I didn't do it. I, I didn't spend any money. Uh, uh, did he just throw his wife under the bus? Well, he was just explaining how life he just was worked. threw was his working. wife under the bus. Uh, are you saying that it's more her fault than yours? Well, what I'm saying is, you know, essentially, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's I mean, her fault. I, it's not me. It's her. She was a campaign manager. I was out doing other stuff. And it's not me. I didn't do it. He was just saying that she had oh, you man. Know, power of attorney and control and of the finances. Control of finances. And she was the campaign and, manager. And, and it was her, not me. It's her. That, I was gone. Do anything you want with the girl, but leave me alone. I was okay? over I was over fighting for our country. <laughs> and then I was running a campaign. And then uh-huh. I'm in D.C. Uh-huh. five yeah. days a week. I can't be home all the time. I don't know what she's doing. You know what that reminds me of is when uh, Roger Clemens yes, went, before, went before the Congress. <laughs> And he's like, uh, they were they were asking him about the shipments to his house of HGH, human growth human growth hormone, 
And he's like, oh, yeah, that's for my wife. That's that's Debbie's. That's not my stuff. <laughs> Wait a minute. Roger, you just threw your wife, Debbie, under the bus. She's doing... Your wife is doing HGH, not you. Look at her. <laughs> look how buff she is. I mean, look that, at her. that chick is powerful. And she heals really quickly every time she gets a <laughs> scratch or anything. It just heals right up. I mean, so, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what gets in your body. I, I don't know. If wh- another person is taking it and you kiss them and then and you and you exchange fluids like that, I don't know yeah. what ends up in your body. I mean, she's big into yoga, and I want. I know she wanted to do it well, and so she was taking HGH and roids and all kinds. Nah, it's her. I, it's, that was all Debbie's stuff. Nah, I didn't have anything to do with that. She asked me to shoot her in the butt. I got some on my hands. That's mm-hmm. how it happens. I can't. You know, that's what happens. That's what I lost all respect for Roger Clemens. <laughs> really? Roger, seriously? You're throwing your wife under the bus? That's kind of bad. I don't know that. And it's what Duncan Hunter just well, did. Well, but he's explaining. Uh, it's uh, not what? him. I didn't do it. She did. Yes. That's what I'm telling you. It's more her fault than mine. Really? Does this, does a stand-up man do that? Well, how, how else is he going to explain it? <laughs> That it's it's his campaign and it's my responsibility. At the end of the day, it's on me. It's on me. If there was anything wrong done here, it, it's on me, Martha. That's how you explain it. But that that's what I heard in between. <laughs> in between the wife yeah, was I running the finances. Part. I missed that part. Yeah, I, I didn't. Right. Uh, I did not use campaign money, especially for wounded warrior stuff. There's no way. And what mm. about the the effing Navy comment that you heard Ed talk about? Did mm. you ever say that? Martha, I, I would have to say that I probably said that and many other things like that. I was in the mm. Marine Corps for quite a while. Um, yeah. I, I love the Navy. I love the Marine Corps and all, all the other services. My, my dad was in the Army. My little brother was in the mm-hmm. Army. I might talk trash about the Army every now and then, too. But it's usually in, uh, in good fun. It's all in good fun. All right. So, so that was with regard to the $15,000 trip to and, Italy with and, your family, which the, your wife the, called in an email the best family vacation ever, which makes it sound <laughs> like it's not business. Now, I, I, I paid for the trip to Hawaii, except for w- w- when I was there on my she own vacation, I, I wanted to call up the Navy and say, let me tour Italy. the base there. I, I do that all the time. Whenever yeah, we travel anywhere, we go Italy, by a military though, installation, or, or there's people there who I know that I want to go raise money or, or go speak to. We do that all the time. <laughs> and, and by the way, Martha, too, I've been a by prolific fundraiser. I, I've raised millions and millions of dollars for the Republican Party and for yeah, myself and for I other candidates. Um, <laughs> them, the the <laughs> Department of Justice throwing out a bunch of, of campaign expenses uh-huh. and saying that I I, I was doing those illegally. It's just wrong. I man, that's problematic for me. Is that problematic I, to you? I, I, I don't know. She asked him about Italy. He starts talking about Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, he was talking. That's because uh, you know it's a vacation, right? He's yeah, just, it's just a different vacation that he paid for, and because he the campaign funds paid for the the other trip. She's. Talking I mean, that's about. what's being alleged. <laughs> Hey, let's let's actually find out if it happened. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I don't know, process. but that's all. That that sounds bad. When you're throwing your wife under the bus, when you're changing the subject, when uh, I mean, there's a lot going on there that uh, sounds problematic, and that's really disappointing. If it if if this turns out to be true that he's yeah. he's done all of this, that's uh, it's sad. I mean, I know it's you sad. usually trust your wife to take care of things, right? And uh, right? you know, be able to keep on the up and up and make sure everything's right when you're gone. And when they, when I can't that, help the, it if she screwed that, everything up. When that doesn't happen. You're disappointed in your wife. Yeah, very, very. I'm going to have to find somebody else to be the power of attorney now. <laughs> so bad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Grandleach coming up.
Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and thanks for listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. When you have some time, you should check out The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I think you're going to really like it. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcast. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. So on the Duncan Hunter campaign finance thing, all right, so Martha McCallum asks him about, what about the trip to Italy that your wife said was the best family vacation you've ever had? No, I, I, I paid for the trip to Hawaii, except for... Wait, wait a minute, I said Italy. No, uh, I, I, I paid for the trip to Hawaii. <laughs> you got it confused. <laughs> hey, uh, Duncan, uh, what, what about that trip to Italy that you guys took and your wife said was the greatest vacation? <laughs> I paid for that entire trip to Butte, Montana. Whole thing was I paid for it right out of my own pocket. We went to Butte, and then I, I think we uh, it was when we went down to Carlsbad Caverns. After that, I remember saying this was this was probably about best vacation. Best, best vacation, paid for every penny of it. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Can we count on any of these Republicans? I don't know any of See, them. That's the whole thing. I mean, I don't want to. Th- I want to give the you know. Let's let the process play out. Well, sure. And, yeah. And we can't convict him yet. And, let's, you know, let's see what happens. But if if it's true, then no, it's you really can't, right? They're yeah. just all yeah. it's all douchebags, and they're all in it for their own self-worth. <laughs> and it's just it's mm-hmm. all worth a lot of money. And if I raise a lot of money here, it makes me look good, and I can spend some of it over here and uh, you know live a good life. And then you've got... Rand Paul, who tries to get an amendment to uh, stop funding Planned Parenthood, stop having taxpayer dollars, which is what they said they were going to do in 2016. Yep. Virtually every single Republican promise to defund Planned Parenthood. Every one of them. And now they block. It was Republicans who blocked his amendment. I mean, it's bad. Planned Parenthood. Ends the lives of 320,000 babies a year, he said yesterday on the Senate floor. That's about 900 babies every day. Planned, Planned Parenthood receives over $400 million of taxpayer money. I thought it was $500 million. It was Maybe too. it's gone down to four because I it's always been $500 million. Yeah, I thought that was a... Yeah, it's, that's, that's always been the hard number was the $500 million. Yeah. I mean, it year is over year. $400 million, but it yeah. does seem... Yeah, but it, you would... I mean, let's use the actual figure that they've usually gotten, which is yeah. half a billion dollars a year. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So bad. And it Pat unleashed on Twitter where Nicole tweets. So is Pat saying Keith found the secret to growing hair is to down an entire grocery store? I don't understand. Look, well, see, you have hair, and you're a little bloated today, and so. But I'm not. <laughs> So she's kind of putting those two together. Oh, it's a hair okay. growing thing because Keith is bald, but now Keith, you have hair. So plus you're a little bloated, so you must have eaten an entire grocery store. Yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, what I think we're saying there is you're no, overweight. I mean, I got you know, it. I, I said think, I, I think that's what we're saying. That was, okay, all right, you got it that. Out. Okay. <laughs> I just wasn't sure. I wasn't sure it hit home yet. 
The high-level snarky McSnarkface says, defunding Planned Parenthood is certainly not for lack of trying on Rand Paul's part. Based on his speech in the Senate, he's absolutely right that Republicans just want to expand this bloated government even more. <clears throat> they, used to be, they used to be small government people. They used to be conservatives. They're neither one anymore. They're nothing, they're nothing like uh, Republicans should be. They're nothing like the Republican platform is. Shiny. But neither is the Democrats. Oh, no. I mean, so, I mean, everybody has yes. moved. Yeah, everybody's moved way. left. Everybody's <laughs> moved left. Shiny American Patriot uh, says, uh, if Field of Greens is both pre- and probiotic, could one just assume it's bi-biotic or maybe questioning? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good yeah, question. It's, good. Yeah, I, it's I, a good question. Yeah, it seems reasonable. Also, uh, wow, we just keep finding out. Uh, one thing after another from from these corporations that are trying to shut people down. And <clears throat> some of these corporations are listening to uh, organizations like the Southern Poverty Law Center for their information. The Southern <laughs> Poverty Law Center has no credibility. I mean, come on. Everybody knows that's as left-wing as it gets. It's essentially a, a communist organization. Under pressure from the Southern Poverty Law Center, Visa and MasterCard have blocked donations to conservative think tank David Horowitz's Freedom Center. Jeez, man. That's unbelievable. That sure is. And why? Because it was labeled a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, which has no zero credibility. Are you kidding me, Visa and MasterCard? In an email... To supporters on Wednesday, under the subject transaction denied, uh, David's organization announced that the request, at the request of the Southern Poverty Law Center, the two credit card companies will no longer be allowing donations to them. Well, that just, I mean, that shuts them down. That shuts you down. That just, You're out of business. Yeah. How are you going to get a donation to them if you can't do it on your credit card? <laughs> I mean, PayPal, I guess. And then they'll go after PayPal. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. And you can count on it that they'll go after PayPal, and then they'll, oh, you're not supposed to send cash through the mail. We're so under attack. We're under attack by the Southern Poverty Law Center. For years, the SPLC has labeled the Freedom Center a hate group and tried to get organizations like Amazon, Facebook, and Twitter to ban us, silence our message. Yesterday, they finally convinced MasterCard and Visa to cut us off. Now we can't process donations from any major credit card companies. That is just wow. despicable. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Well, they're doing a good job of it. <clears throat> I mean, they're they're trying to shut down everybody with whom they disagree. And that includes people with whom I disagree, like Alex Jones. I mean, I really like David Horowitz and his organization. I know. I don't like Alex Jones. He should not be shut down either. Twitter shouldn't ban him. They can, but they shouldn't. Same with Facebook, same with Amazon, same with Snapchat, Instagram, whoever <laughs> shut him down, stop it. Stop it. it. It's un-American what's going on right now. It's un-American. Let us decide, and we already have. Every reasonable person who has heard that guy knows he's full of crap. Come on. He believes there's something in the water that's turning the freaking frogs gay. He puts on a guy who says there's sex slaves on Mars. Come on! (laughs) He He has touted... The 9-11 truther nonsense 
since 912, oh, approximately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the founding father of that. Absolutely the founding father. Yeah, I, I argued with with him on that in 2003 or four. Yeah, and, and, and you were not alone. Um, no, a lot of people were. Yes. Yeah, and when we told him, look, this has been completely blown out of the water, Alex, by uh, Popular Mechanics and others. Well, Popular Mechanics is an arm of the CIA. <laughs> Glenn all. Beck is an arm of the right. CIA. right. Have you heard his rant on that? No. Yes. Uh, it's because well, it's great. Wait, it's brilliant. Wait, he really I mean, nailed us there. I mean, he nailed no, us. No, I haven't. <laughs> so oh, really? which one are you talking about? You have that? not heard that one? I, uh, this is Alex Jones on a rant of Glenn Beck? <laughs> yes. Huh. Yes, it is, <laughs> Jeffy. And it goes a little something like this. He wants to be left standing as the new vestigial leader of what's left of libertarians. And, you know, I just said here in the office earlier on air, I said, you know, he brags he's got all these FBI agents that work for him, former FBI. Does he? Does does Glenn brag oh, that he's got all these... Never-ending! ...agents working for Now, the one person we've said... I mean, he's talked about his security, but they're not FBI agents. They're former, like, uh, Military army guys. rangers. Yeah. Navy SEALs, He's, they're not FBI people. Um, you know, we do have, their buck used yeah. to work for us. Uh, there's one tie that... One guy. Tie, yeah. One guy. That, you know, he's got all people. I've talked to people that worked there years ago about how they watch everything level. we do. And watch they're supposed to be do. us, but then demonize us. And Okay, that, nothing could be further from the truth than that. We never watched him. We never demonized him. We didn't even talk about him until recently. And I'm the one that talks about him, not Glenn. Oh, I was yeah. told that by... Mm-hmm. By high-level people? High-level people. Yeah, Absolutely. that's what I thought. I mean, that's repeatedly, it's not even that, that big of a deal. So I'd be yeah. going mm-hmm. into Fox Studios. Going, this is my favorite part. Another show. Mm-hmm. They say, Glenn Beck is freaking out, climbing the walls. Yeah. You can't come on now. And I'd be like, that's- <laughs> Remember all those times when we'd be getting the, the Fox show ready and Glenn would just start, he'd start wigging out. Just freaked out. Wigging I mean, out. He was claiming not to do his show. Yeah. Wasn't uh, going to worry about everything that we were worrying about on his show. That's. We're stopping that right now because Alex mm-hmm. Jones He's is in, the, in building. the building. He's on somebody else's show, yeah. and Glenn would not allow it because, man, the power he had at Fox in was fact, unbelievable. I, I remember once, and this is, uh, I mean, I don't know if you remember it, Pat, but I remember once um, he was so <laughs> angry because he didn't even know Alex was in New York City, well, let alone yeah. at the Fox building. Well, and he was ready to, I mean, he was. And he had him run out of New York uh, City on a rail. Ugly. Because he Ugly. is the government. Because um, they said, Glenn, so. we really need you to just focus on your show. But he right. couldn't. No, he couldn't. He couldn't do it. In fact, I think somebody else did the show that day while Glenn <laughs> dealt with Alex Jones. <laughs> so ridiculous. It's absolutely oh, it's, ridiculous. This is just buffoonery. Fine, I'm going over to The View and uh-huh. going over to do uh, you know CNN. CNN. It's not that big of a deal, but you know, mm-hmm. Glenn Beck and his It's not that big people. of a deal. I just wanted to be on Fox is all. Right. They wouldn't let me on Fox. So right. Because Glenn. Glenn Beck. Like, he had the power to shut him down over there. Like, he would have even known if he was in the building. Yeah, I, I got news Ridiculous. for you. We wouldn't have. Wouldn't have. Don't, you know, don't want you mm-hmm. in here. They're throwing fits. And, you know, they've got Such pull in the government. Wow. Pull, we, oh. And I'm and, like, what? And by the way, this is the Barack Obama government. We had pull. <laughs> In that government. Oh, my gosh. What do you mean? And he goes, man, the guy's the government. Glenn Beck is the government. He is the government. Mm -hmm. Clearly. And, you know, I could name names, but I'm not going to name names. No, do it. Do it. Name No. And then I was told by someone else. Else. High level. These are people's names you'd know. Okay. Okay. About Glenn Beck. And and that the Mm -hmm. FBI is there, a section of it from the Justice Department. I go, but wait. He's going after Van Jones. He's going after Obama. They're like, that's all fake. All fake. Didn't want any of that to happen. 
We wanted. We loved Obama. It's all we were, fake. We, we did that on we purpose. We were Obama. So. False flag. Everybody listening knows that, right? And the guys are like, Alex, is that really true? And I said, of course it's true. Course. Look into him and the FBI. So they started search engineing. Uh-huh. And guess what oh, they yeah. found what? from the blaze? Oh, Ooh, here we go. Yeah. From the blaze. Shit. Oh, and he, oh, and he actually wrinkled right. the paper. And you can't do that. Again, you can't do that if it's not an official CIA document. I'm holding uh, an official CIA document in my hand, right? That's why I can do it, too, because I have one right there. That's official. That's official. It's official right there. Hiding okay. this in plain view. He did this. Hiding this in plain view. And again, how do I go from Ukraine to this? I don't know. Because I, it's the whole government is just a bunch of special interest. There you CIA, go. NSA, FBI, corporate. NCAA. I mean, we, <laughs> all of it. We run it all. We run it all. Groups building their own private kingdoms. Kingdoms. Basically, Glenn Beck is like a private like CIA a, takeover of Clear Channel, is yeah. basically what's happening. Oh, yeah. And then basically, no one else can make right. money at Clear Channel. Nobody else can make money at Clear Channel. Ask anybody you know, at Clear Channel, especially the high-level people. Ask them. None of them make any money. Zero. Sean Hannity, that's why the guy lives in a Quonset hut <laughs> up in Long Island. Have you seen that dump he lives in? He's not making any money because of Glenn. Know. You know who I feel bad for the, the most, though? Rush, Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. I knew. I, I knew mean, because the poverty-stricken Rush Limbaugh. Squalor. He's living in squalor. Do you know his uh, Gulfstream jet is now, I don't know, like five years old? What? Yeah. I yeah. thought I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, it's not brand new anymore. He, he flies his own private Gulfstream jet that's from like... 2012 or 13. Oh, I didn't even know this. Yeah, it might be six years old now. But Glenn Beck. Bad. It's bad. And at Premier, and no one else gets paid money because all the former executives went over there, Mm -hmm. and it's all FBI and CIA run. And here they are openly hiding in plain view. Ten questions for Buck Sexton. Sexton. They are the Justice Department. They are Obama. Right. And I'll just go ahead and and we're going to put reports together. Glenn Beck, you want it, buddy? Yes. Maybe I'll name names, son. Do it, son. Do it. You want it? You're (laughs) going to get it. You want it? Give it to me. You're going to get it. Yes. Give it to me. As I gave you the benefit of the doubt. No, don't do it. And I knew you were after me and I said, leave me alone. No, you didn't. But give it to me. Give it to me. What, you think the fact that you're Benedict Arnold is going to come out? No, I I want it to come out. You were spouting White House talking points three days before word for word it came out of media matters. I thought you were going to name names. You got the memo before they did, bud. No. We got your ass. Ooh, wow. Ouch. <laughs> you want more? We're going to compile a dossier on all your people now. Okay. We're going to put yeah. it out for folks. We're going to realize your little base <laughs> over there is a CIA FBI substation. <laughs> I love it. There's going to be a dossier. Bro. I love it. That's that's some fun There's stuff. There's going to be right a there. dossier. And I, I have to apologize. Uh-huh. I had heard that before. You ha- what? Yeah, I had heard that before. Oh, no. I know. So. Oh, darn it. Darn yeah. you. Darn you, Jeff. I know, but thanks for playing it again. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the sheer, unadulterated, just made up, wacky, that's, nut, that's nutty stuff. I mean, that's really weird. And don't shut him down. No, but don't, don't shut, shut him, him down. down. I mean, that's that's fun. That's just fun to listen to. It's fun to make fun of. And it's it's it, it's uh, it's unusual stuff. Absolutely. And we can figure it out for ourselves that Glenn Beck doesn't run a CIA substation here. <laughs> Can't we? Even, Can't if, we? even if he said he was going to come up with a dossier, right. we should be able to noodle that one out. Yeah, we should be able to noodle it out. 
All right. Um, recently, there were two really tragic officer-involved shootings. One officer fatally shot an innocent bystander, and in another instance, uh, a hostage was killed. And I don't say this to be critical of law enforcement. Accidents, mistakes happen. These guys are trained professionals who train for these things thoroughly and still, from time to time, have tragic outcomes. So what does that say for the rest of us who go shooting maybe once a month? At best, it says that we risk being unprepared and you don't want to be or undertrained and spending the rest of your life regretting a, a moment in time. You don't want to do that. So go to itargetpro.com. They have revolutionized home firearm training. iTarget uses your actual gun so you can pr- become proficient with the firearm you're actually going to use in real life. And you could actually shoot it in your house because it involves your smartphone, their app, and then they provide a laser in place of a bullet. <clears throat> so the laser detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. Really an excellent system, a fun system. And it saves you a bunch of money, too, with not having to buy all kinds of ammo or pay for range fees. And right now you can save another 10% on top of all that with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com, offer code PAT, itargetpro.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. So uh, last night, my wife and I are driving home from an errand, and um, and this song comes on the radio, and she says to me, "This song is so gross." <laughs> what? Why, why is this song gross? Because it's wrapped up like a douche? What is, why? What does that even mean? Another rom- rumor in the night? No, that's wrapped up like a deuce. Another the runner, runner in, in the, the night. Did you pat her on the head and say, that's okay, baby. That's cute. I, I that's okay, told baby. her it was very cute, and she appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It's always sounded, and that's how I sang it when I was a kid. Didn't yeah. you? Didn't you sing yes. wrapped up like a douche? Yes, absolutely. I mean, because absolutely. Boy, I hadn't heard the song in a long time. Such a great song. Such a great song. The other thing I like about it is it's a Bruce Springsteen song. He wrote it. And it's the only one of his stupid, crappy songs that went to number one. And it wasn't him that took it right. there. Manfred Mann's right. Man. Um, but. The the urban legend has always been that the lead singer of Manfred Mann uh, had some sort of lisp and couldn't say deuce right. And I I just don't believe that. Oh, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Because he didn't lisp anything else but douche. Right. <laughs> I mean, so, uh, so don't you think this is... This it's just might, the way it comes across. Yeah, I know. It's And this might be the most misunderstood of all time. Um, but we did this a while ago, and I thought it might be fun to talk about um, misunderstood song lyrics like this. It's just songs that you always thought 
said, said something else. And then you found out years later, that's nah, not what it says. <laughs> like, when you re- actually go, and I- I've done this a lot, and I- I'm going to struggle to give you a-, a hard example, but I know looking at, uh, you know, singing a song, you go, oh, I love that song. And you finally mm-hmm. look at the lyrics and you go, Wait, wow, I was way that off was on that. was not exactly what I was, mm-hmm. what I was thinking here. So As was- uh, John uh, Mellencamp uh, wanted me to do, I did go look up lyrics to songs and realize, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. I did too. I did too. And look up the lyrics of Pink Houses and see what he's talking about there. I still like the song though. I uh, do. You? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I like, like some I, of his stuff. I like two or three or four of Mellencamp's songs. Really good. Yeah, some of them are pretty good. Authority song. I love that song. It's, it's a great song. Ain't even done with the night. Like that song. Some of his more, some of his bigger hits though that got played over and over and over it because I was in radio that whole oh, time. Oh yeah, we had to just play like it. stop. Stop with the melon camp, please. I know, but there's a little ditty about By all that is holy. Oh, oh man. There's a little ditty. Oof. <laughs> I heard that enough in what, 82, 83 to last me an entire lifetime. I never want to hear Jack and Diane again, ever. It, it, Not ever. It resurfaces ever so often. Yeah, too. it does every once in a while. Or they'll put it in a movie or yeah. something. Um, but as I was. Uh, Thinking about this last night, I, I looked up some of the most misunderstood lyrics, and one that I don't think I ever thought it said was uh, Elton John's "Hold Me Closer," Tony Danza, <laughs> <laughs> instead of "Hold Me Closer," Tiny, tiny Dancer. Dancer. Hold That's me really closer, good. Tiny Tony Danza. Well, I can honestly say I never sang that, uh, Tony Danza. <laughs> closer no. tony danza it's good though i like it and then count the headlights on the highway how does Doesn't that work? make any sense doesn't make any sense uh, i like it though one of the classics and i did think i'm gonna have to start singing it that way now i did think uh jimmy hendrix saying excuse me while i kiss this guy did you ever did you ever think that in purple haze uh, excuse me while, while i, I kiss, kiss this, this guy, guy. <laughs> And I would have been okay with Instead that. Instead of, excuse me, while I kiss the, the sky. sky. Uh, so. That, yeah, you know, now, now that you mentioned, I think in the beginning we actually did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is definitely yeah, what I thought. Yeah. I, I thought that he said. And turns out, mm, no, not so much. I yeah, remember my grandfather playing that song for me and thinking, Grandpa, that's not right. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if we're naked or not, instead of it doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. Did you ever? doesn't matter if we're naked or not. It doesn't matter if we're naked or not. And I never thought it said that. I don't remember, but I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I can see clearly now Lorraine is gone. <laughs> see, these are misunderstood <laughs> lyrics by, I don't know, Chris Como's of the world. <laughs> Yes. I can see yes. clearly. Total douches. Lorraine is gone. This I is can, just these are people singing at the at the karaoke night. Making up making up lyrics. Now Lorraine is gone. gone. I like it. Now, here's another one. I always believed until last night. I believed this right up until last night. We will rock you by Queen. Um uh kicking your cat all over the place. That's not what they say. Did you think they said that? Kicking your cat all over the place. Singing, we will, we will rock you. Kicking your can all over the place. I think it was originally, I was thinking cat. Yeah. I thought it was cat. 
I honestly thought it was kicking your cat all over the place. I thought and it was let's somebody. Let's be clear, who, I'm okay with kicking. I, I was kind of okay with that too. Yes. Um, I, was, I wasn't upset with uh, a Freddie Mercury and Queen for kicking a cat. No, it, it didn't bother me. And it was, you know, 1978. Nobody cared about cats in 1978. And speaking cared. of Freddie Mercury and Queen, that uh-huh. new movie's coming out. Uh, yeah, is it soon? October? I think it's November. Okay. But uh, it looks I'm looking forward to really that. good. The big, the big cardboard yeah. cutouts are up in the theaters now. Yeah. Uh, the, I'm ready for it. The guy that got to play Freddie Mercury at some points looks yeah, a Robin, lot Robin like Malik. him. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's it's going to be fun to see that. Um, and, and apparently, it took him a long time, like nine years, to get this thing to uh, the movie theaters because... The uh, surviving members of Queen were so picky about it. They, they yeah, wanted it yeah, to yeah. be, you know, really about Freddie Mercury and, and accurate. For them. Yeah, it was. I think it's amazing. So, misunderstood song lyrics, lyrics that you thought and maybe sang at the top of your lungs your whole <laughs> life, and then somebody told you, uh, no, no, honey, that's it's not it's not the words to the song. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three, ninety-three. Yeah, this, this I, I've thought for the first fifty-six years of my life. Well, it's not quite that old a song. Kicking your cat all over the place. Yeah, I seriously thought it was cat, but it's can. Kicking your can. All over the place. Uh, talking about uh, misunderstood song lyrics here. Um, maybe you've, lyrics that you misunderstood your whole life and then we're singing one day. And now it's a little bit easier to find out. Yeah, it sure is. What lyrics you've got wrong and what lyrics uh, you didn't. And, uh, and I mean, it's what, five seconds away on Google. Yes. And bang, you, you can find out. So it's pretty handy now. Back in the day, that was not the case because you had to wait or go get the album, and sometimes it was written on the sleeve or on the cover or whatever. But now, you know, they're everywhere. So uh, you know that it's not cereal, little darling, cereal. It's stir it up, little darling, <laughs> stir it up. <laughs> That's good. And you know that when Credence sings, uh, there's a bad moon on the rise, it's not, uh, there's a bathroom on the right. I can honestly say I never thought about that. that was I didn't think so either. I didn't think so either, but a lot of people did. That's really funny. Uh, the Fifth Dimension song, this is the dawning of the age of asparagus. No, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> did, did anybody really believe that? No. Come on. No, I, I, I do not believe that. I don't believe that people actually believe that. <laughs> I think we'd be surprised. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Rick in Maryland. Uh, Rick, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How you doing? Hey, good. 
Yep. So uh, the, the first one I got for you is it's not wrapped up like a deuce. It's revved up like a deuce. The deuce is actually a car. That's true. It's, it's, it is like revved up. up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. And yes. the second one I got so for tricky. you is uh, the old 10,000 Maniac song, uh, Because of the Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, a, there's a line in there that says, um, can't hurt you now. But it sounds like they're saying can of tuna. <laughs> Okay, like a yeah, can of tuna really, now. It, yeah, it, mm-hmm. well, it, no, the now sounds like it's like they they say, you know, it sounds like it's going can of tuna, you know, instead <laughs> instead of tuna now, it's hysterical. Look it up. It's a good one. I will. All right, that's really funny. And what song is it by Ten Thousand yeah. Maniacs? Uh, because of the night, or because okay. of the because night. the night. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, All right, look, look it up. It, it's a funny one. I think it was like mid nineties when it came out. All right, thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, Steve in Louisiana, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, good. how y'all doing? Good. I just learned something from y'all. Mm-hmm. The uh, Queen song? Yeah. Uh-huh. I always thought it was uh, kicking your kind all over the place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kicking your kind. Yeah. Yeah. You could make that out of it, too. Uh, although it's incorrect, but uh, but yeah, I just found this out, too. I mean, seriously, <laughs> last night... I found out it's kicking your can all over the place. And I guess by that, he means your butt? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I, I guess, because you're not kicking a can down the street. He's, he's talking about kicking your butt yes. all over the place. Uh, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. 888-933-93. Um, now, these are supposedly the top 40 misheard lyrics of all time. Okay. <clears throat> Money for nothing and your chips for free. I no nobody ever thought that. While they? I'm not opposed to money for nothing and chips for free, uh, chips um, for free is way better than yes, chips. Yes, <laughs> way better. Yes. Uh, from um, Paul Young, every time you go away, you take a piece of meat with you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that is tremendous. Every time you go away, you take, take a, a piece, piece of, of meat. meat with you. Yeah. <laughs> Think that through a little really bit. Really funny. Think it through. Um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> from uh, Jefferson Starship, or just Starship, I guess, at this time. We built this city on sausage rolls. <laughs> <laughs> see, this guy. Come, come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, let's see. Queen, again, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, saving his life from this warm sausage tea instead of spare him his life from this monstrosity. Saving his life from, from this, this warm sausage tea. tea. I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe I guess you could make that out of it. Uh, dancing Queen from from uh, ABBA. See that girl watch her scream kicking the Dancing Queen. See that girl watch oh, that scene man. digging oh, the dancing. I don't know. I, don't, I, I never heard anybody sing it that way. Um, sweet dreams are made of cheese. <laughs> well, well I just want to say yes, they are. Mm-hmm, yes, but it can be for sure. But I don't know that the song said that. <laughs> uh, very funny. Let's see. We also have. Uh, I can't uh, remember. I'm trying. I keep trying to remember these uh, any of the songs that really stuck out because there were so many that you know, like you hear it the first time, and then uh, you know you you open the cassette case and the lyrics are so tiny and the 
the open up the you know they've got the, the pull, open up wide open page of the cassettes. Mm-hmm. That, those were things that played audio cassettes a mm-hmm. uh, hundred years ago. But uh, you know, so you learn you see what the lyrics are because I, I always wanted to know them for some reason. Oh, and, I did too. Um, I did too. It just mm-hmm. seemed like the thing to do. You know, I was I was bummed when you opened an album which was made of vinyl which played audio as well back in the day a hundred years ago when you opened mm-hmm. up the album and you pulled out the sleeve and there were no lyrics yeah which is an album yeah. sleeve yeah. yes oh that was man did i hate that yeah i did too triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh jan in arkansas you're on the blaze hey pat hey Hey, listen, um, I recently transferred uh, from Arkansas to Utah, and I think they're missing you up here because the other day I was traveling to work on I-15, and I swear this message was just for you on the LED billboard. It said from the highway department, tell your lead foot to lighten up. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, that sounds... Yes, it does. <laughs> Yes, it does. I've been trying like to get in to tell you that for two weeks, but my crazy schedule and yeah. now that I'm in a different time zone, it's just not quite working out, but yeah. it did today. I'm glad. I'm glad it did. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thanks. You know, speaking of lead feet mm-hmm. and lead foot, I noticed that the last few days uh, coming in here in the uh, DFW area, that they have now started, and it could be because it's the end of the month and they've got to reach a quota that they don't say that they have um Mm -hmm. that they're doing this but now they've got an unmarked police officer writing people tickets on our express lanes that that. i'm already paying Mm -hmm. to drive on i saw that today i am so Mm -hmm. i would be so angry Mm -hmm. if he pulls me over or she or she really glad i wasn't on that today to get because i would have been pissed i was so really I, the, I, the first morning this week i saw it and i thought uh-huh. you bastard <laughs> and then it was been every day i know I every saw, day now I saw one today too are you kidding me i'm already paying to drive on that road <laughs> mm-hmm. i should be able to drive as fast as i damn well want I mean, I, in theory kind of although there's a posted speed limit so the posted speed limit is what seventy? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I mean, a hundred. So you not can go eighty, then. right? Right. 80, maybe push it to eighty-five. But those roads are built to go ninety. They they are. They're built to go at least yeah. ninety miles an hour. Let's be real, officer. Yeah. You know that as well as I do. And I'm already paying your salary, paying for this toll road. Okay. <laughs> oh man, I was so bad. It wasn't even me getting pulled over. I was so bad. Uh, good thing it wasn't you. Jeez. <laughs> no, Man. Well, no, especially, I mean, the, you and I have to come and get you. <laughs> Just Trip, throw your car away. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 9393 AK in Arkansas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yeah, I got a misunderstood song for you. Okay. Uh, by the way, you need more Jeffy on the show. Yes. Okay, oh. but the, the song is Come As You Are. <clears throat> now, over the years, I've heard many people understand Kurt Cobain and the chorus to be saying, no, I don't have a God. The line um, is actually, no, I don't have a gun. Yeah, I know the I one you're talking it. about. Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever heard anybody sing it that way. You've heard people sing it, no, I don't have a god? Uh, I haven't heard people sing it that way, but I've heard people say it. Say that yeah. that's what it was, yeah. yeah. I think As a matter of fact, I saw people on TV talking about it. No, right. I don't have a gun. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know I what mean, you're talking about. It, it would, it's believable coming from kurt yes so which is what makes yes. it yes <laughs> kind of a depressed guy no so doubt. it might have made some sense All and, right. and we do Thanks, know that AK. he had a gun 
Uh, so, sadly, yes. So, unless Courtney Love killed him. I'm the, just saying. There is that, isn't okay. there? I'm just saying. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's on that one, too. He probably is, for probably. sure. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, for more than a woman by by the Bee Gees, bald headed woman, bald headed woman, <laughs> bald headed woman. To I know, me. I never, I never no, thought, never that. thought that, that, that was. Or That's funny though. On hot chocolates, you sexy thing. Uh, I believe in miracles. Right. I remove umbilicals. <laughs> Stop <laughs> nobody, it! Nobody thought that. Nobody thought that. Uh, no, no. This is just this. These are just people <laughs> drunk at a karaoke bar. Uh, and this. from Elvis Presley, suspicious minds. This is your guy right here. This is, uh, Elvis man. Don't uh, give me another nanner sandwich. See, that's not uh, even funny. We're we're caught in a trap. Can't walk because <laughs> I love you too much, baby. <laughs> Some people think that's. <laughs> We're cutting a trout. Stop it. <laughs> That's embarrassing. We're caught in a trout. That's a, nobody thought that nobody. about the king. Okay, nobody. <laughs> Not one single person thought that, thought that about, about the, the king. king. They weren't his lyrics. He, no, did, the, he didn't write a single thing. Not one word of any song did Elvis that. Presley ever true. write. Look it up. I don't believe that's true. Look it up. Show me the There's song There's got to be some gospel songs that he wrote. No. Nah. Because his daughter. Yeah, I don't think so, man. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I know he didn't write any of his hits, on top man. Of which, I just tell you on top that. of which, so what? So he's not a singer-songwriter, man. He's just a he's singer. Elvis Presley, the king. That's what he is. Okay, The king of what? Oh, man. The king of nanner sandwiches. <laughs> You're pissing me off so bad right now. You and I. Ah, I'm the king of nanner sandwiches, man. They're delicious. <laughs> you and I are going to fight. That's what's going to happen. Your your weird fascination with Elvis, it has to be explained one day. I, I don't know what's going on with that. I but. just watched. There's a couple. There's some new footage out. Released footage and lost found uh, uh, footage of, of Elvis. And really? his daughter just released uh, a duet with Elvis uh, as with a gospel song. Uh, my baby Lisa Marie, yeah. man. And uh, it, I will say that. I will say that <laughs> if it weren't for Elvis uh-huh. as part of the duet, uh-huh. it would be bad. Is she not? She's not a good singer. I, I guess she's okay. I it's not know. exactly like uh, Natalie Cole singing with Nat Correct. King Cole. Yeah, Correct. She's not that yeah. talented. But so. it was nice, and it was good to see the footage. And yeah, stuff, it's kind of you know. fun. That's but, probably fun. And it's and it, you know, look, she's paying respects to her dad, and she was missing yeah, her dad. And that's and nice. It's a gospel song, and it's yeah. it's nice and everything. I get it. I you know, mm-hmm. I appreciate it all, but. That having been said, not super talented. Well, you know she's, you know she's she's hanging on to her dad's cape, and that's fine. Yeah, well, whatever. But, you know, All right, king is the king, man. Don't be messing with it. You're right about that, man. Go give me another name. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We were all done. I was, it was, I was okay. <laughs> I want to hear about your uh, misunderstood lyrics, songs that you uh, have heard one way and then found out were something else uh, your whole life. Uh, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up in just a sec. You know, with Pat Gray Unleashed, the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 and uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You know, the WaxRx system, Pat, Mm -hmm. is the method physicians trust the most. And it's just like the system they use in their offices. You know, I've heard that. So why not get it for yourself? WaxRx comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of that doctor's visit. Go to usewaxrx.com. You order, order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code RADIO. They ship it right to your home for free. When your ears aren't clean, they get really uncomfortable. They itch. They're painful. They get plugged up. And you know what else? It makes it harder to hear. Use the WaxRx system and solve that problem. Go to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. Don't forget to use the offer code radio. They'll ship it to you for free. U-S-E-WaxRx.com. U-S-E-WaxRx.com. Remember the song, uh, I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight? Cutting Crew? Remember that <laughs> yeah. song? Uh, a lot of people thought it said, I just died in your barn tonight. <laughs> I can second. I kind of see that. Mustard, no mayonnaise instead. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. It I must have been something you said. Mustard, no mayonnaise instead. Mayonnaise. I don't know. I don't know either. I kind of missed that song. That was a good song. That was a good, that was song. A good song from yeah. the 80s. That makes the rounds every now and then. <clears throat> there weren't very many good songs from the 80s. That was one of them. Really? Uh, yeah, there was a I, lot of good songs. Not into the '80s music. That's when they went all synthesized, and it was just—it was mostly garbage, Jeff. No, mostly garbage. No, it wasn't. Yeah, mostly garbage. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mostly garbage. It mostly was. Uh, <laughs> Brian in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how you doing, Pat? Good. Good to get a chance to talk to you. Yeah, uh, the one I had was off the old uh, Eddie Money song, Two Tickets to Paradise." Yeah. Mm-hmm. As uh, two chickens to paralyze. Did you really think it was that? No. No. We made it up one night in a fit of drunkenness. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brian. Two chickens to paralyze. You know, I I was just uh, I just heard a an interview with Eddie Money talking about that song, where I always thought it was like a double entendre sort of song, like uh, two picket two tickets to paradise. He's talking about. The paradise being he gets to sleep with her sure. finally, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, of you course, were just, that's, that's what I, I thought so too. He said he literally was talking about going on vacation with his girlfriend. That's because he signed that's a what deal he said. with the travel agency uh, that he's doing commercials for. Maybe, uh, yeah, and he did do that. And he's now in some reality uh, show. Eddie Money is. Yeah, Eddie Money's called. Um, Man, has he spent all his money? Uh, probably. I mean, they've got a nice house, though. He's got a nice house. Well, it looks like it, his kids I mean, all stink and live with him still. Oh, yeah, they're like all leeching up. Yeah. 45, so got, so 50 years keep old. Working, right? they got to keep him yeah, alive. Yeah. Keep dad alive, keep pumping out money. Right. And now, I've, I haven't seen the show, but it looks like from the previews that they live with him. Um, so it's the reality show of him? It's him and his family. Wow. And the extensive work that his wife has had done. It's Yeah, it's called Real Money. It's called Real Money. Oh, I have to watch that, though. I've started watching that. But that, he might be doing it because I believe, uh, I believe... I think he might be... I think he might be okay money-wise. I think he just... My theory, my theory is then this might be a way for him to at least give some money to his family, right? They're paying Maybe, them yeah. to do the show. All right, well, I'll Maybe. do the show. You can make some money mm-hmm. and get out of my life. Because yeah. um, and my theory is that there's only been one or two of the reality shows that have actually ended with the families still together. Most all of them end in destruction. Oh, really? 
Uh, when you think about it, I mean, yeah. I, I remember Kardashians are still hanging in there, right? Yeah, they're still kind of, ha- kind of hanging mm-hmm. in there. I mean, the sisters are still doing it and stuff, right? But there's no, you know, dad doesn't show up. Or, uh, or but Gene dad. Simmons and his wife broke up, didn't they? Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't. I thought he was one of the success mm. stories. So maybe. maybe maybe he's not. But I remember when Hulk started, and uh, you know the, mm. the Repo guy. All those those families are done for, man. That's I mean, too they're bad. just done. Yeah, because of those reality shows. Mm. And it's too bad. Yeah, but I'm is. just saying that maybe you know Eddie might might be thinking, I do this reality show, everybody leaves. Okay. Yeah. Let's go to Dan in Hawaii. Hey, Dan, you're on the Blaze. Hey, Pat, how are you? Good. I got one that uh, if uh, Foreigner had used these lyrics instead of uh, Jukebox Hero lyrics, uh, they probably would be in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This this one's going to hurt, isn't it? Okay. All right. Uh, I sing it to my son all the time. It's Juicebox Hero got a straw in my eye. (laughs) (laughs) Juicebox Hero! Straw in my eye. He can't. Uh, have you noticed that Lou Graham just watched him with Foreigner? I, I can't remember where it was that he reunited with him, but he's he's done a few things with him, and they've they've invited him on stage. And Mick Jones talked about how they're lifelong friends, and nothing could ever come between them, and all that. Even though a lot of stuff has come between them, um, and uh, uh, they they have this new singer, but they they had Lou sing a couple of songs. It's it's kind of sad because he just can't. He just can't get there anymore, uh, and it's. Can uh, any of us have already? No, probably not. Probably oh. not. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it's just sad to see because I guess you know some have actually. For instance, Dennis DeYoung is sixty eight, sixty nine, maybe even yeah. seventy now. He still sounds the same, and so did Jeff Lynn when we went to ELO, ELO last uh, last week. Uh, he sounds pretty much the same. So some of them hang on to that, but. Some Steven don't. Tyler didn't. I mean, still doing it. Yeah, Steven I mean, Tyler's I know, pretty I good. I don't know that he can hit the. Yeah, I don't know. Live. Either. I, I haven't seen him live. The, yeah, the, the big stuff he might not be able to. But uh, how are things in Hawaii with that hurricane bearing down on you? Well, my wife and I have, and my son have been uh, sitting for the last twenty-four hours. I bet. In uh, anticipation, and mm-hmm. you know all the horror stories. Yeah. And uh, they were talking about gusty winds today, and. My goodness, the front range of the Rockies at either Great Falls or Browning or at Livingston are more impressive than this has been so far. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. So yeah. good. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a good thing, though. Hopefully, so hopefully it'll miss or it already did miss you or? Are, yeah, supposedly it's going to miss us, but we'll just get some of the bands of moisture. But right. we haven't even seen in Honolulu any of the bands of moisture yet. Okay. So is the Big Island getting hit with it or did that, did it miss that one, too? Uh, Big Island got hit real bad so far. They've gotten like yeah. 24 inches of rain. Jeez, yeah, I mean, they, they, okay, so, so they've been horrible. They burned the island to a crisp with the volcano, and now it's being flooded. <laughs> I, those people uh, have had it tough this year. They've well, it. you know, in the year and a half, maybe a year and a half we've been here, I've never seen a governor go through so many uh, issues that you know would take out any other governor, if nothing else, in a stretcher and a straitjacket. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you add a hurricane to the volcanoes to the, everything else that's gone on here. It's it's a, it's a wild ride in paradise. Yeah, it sounds like it. Now you know you know you don't have to live there, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I keep try, trying to convince my wife of that, but I I'm, I'm losing the argument. Yeah, no doubt. I Are bet. you from Montana? 
since you brought up Montana? And I was born in Bozeman and yeah, okay. raised in Great Falls and Lewistown. So. Yeah, nice. All right. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Don. Dan. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, with your misunderstood song lyrics, um, there's still quite a few that we haven't gotten I to. Bet. Uh, still so many songs that people just had no idea what the words were to to the, to the song. Like uh, Stevie Wonder's Sign Sealed Delivered. People thought it was Down to the River. Onions, sign seal delivered. I'm yours. Down to the river. Onion. Onions. I, I don't know how you get that one out of it. I mean, that's some good dope. Uh, that's some good <laughs> dope, is what that is. Def Leppard, pour some sugar on me. Uh, living with a lover with a with a red iPhone. Living with a lover with a. It's actually living with a lover with a radar phone. Not a red iPhone. They didn't have iPhones of any color back then. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey, it's Pat, and you're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. If you like what you're hearing on this show, then you should also check out the Glenn Beck Program. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from the high-level snarky McSnark face, Pat's Elvis impression sounds less like Elvis and more like Pat's constipated. It's not true, man. It's just not true. Plus, it's, it's, you can call it an Elvis <laughs> impression all you want. It's, it's not. It's not really. No. It's just, it's just strictly for Jeffy because it, <laughs> it pisses him off, man. <laughs> It's not, I don't even know why I'm laughing because it's not funny. <laughs> uh, American Pirate, how could you possibly physically fit any more Jeffy on the show? Good point to the person who said we need more Jeffy on the show. I mean. Uh, and from Coopersville, Jack Hole at Coop Clown, uh, I just have to thank you, Pat, and Jeffy as someone who loves to sing the wrong lyrics just to antagonize my wife and kids. You've just given me a ton of new material. Boy, that's a fact. Hey, you're welcome, baby. Yeah, no kidding. Happy to do it. Thanks for being here. And uh, by here, I mean thanks for being on Earth. Because very soon, uh, Jim uh, Brittenstein, uh, the head director of NASA, the administrator of NASA, Mm -hmm. wants to now start putting people on the moon to stay. Uh, they want to start having how, people how could up you there. Do that? I, I mean, we don't have a base there. Where well, would he you... wants to build the base. Okay, so I mean, he wants NASA to goes up so... and builds a base, and then people start living there. He wants to be able to uh, not have a gap anymore, like we had a gap in the space station, and the, mm-hmm. you know the Russians were in it, and we weren't in it, and we were. Right. We have to hitch rides and all that. Well, yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah. We were space hitchhikers. Yeah, right. We were thumbing a ride from the from the stupid <laughs> right. Russians all the time. And our it's and embarrassing. We, right. And it's embarrassing. We ended up we ended up the the end of the space shuttle program. Before that, the space shuttles went up and were the trash pickup. There was no excuse the to, to allow ridiculous. that to happen. There was no excuse for that to happen. Agreed. I, I don't even understand it. When NASA just became a global warming agency, that's all they were doing for a while. And uh, what a waste. What a waste of incredible talent. What a waste of an agency that has been 
you know, through so much and has done so many great things. You know, yes, it's a government agency, but they did a lot of great things. Can the private sector do it better? Well, we'll see. We'll see if they can because we're putting that to the test right now. Right. And look, he's with talking. With SpaceX and others. And he's talking about, you know, the possibility of the space station ending, and he doesn't want to have any gap of us not in space. Yeah, I don't want to either. Yeah. And I don't want to hitch rides from the Russians anymore. No. I don't want to be hitchhikers. Now, Many people, and I am one who first saw this headline and asked if there were people we could nominate to uh, stay on the moon. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I mean, we could do, maybe do it that way. Yes, or perhaps, that might be good. Or perhaps we could just be the ones that run away and stay <laughs> off the planet and just go to the moon. I'm not sure which would be best. Well, I keep hearing about these bases that we're going to put on the moon. or base, There's going to be a, a space station that gives us the... A jump start to Mars, or okay, we'll do it. Can we finally do it? <laughs> I've, I've been I've hearing about it for that. thirty freaking yeah. years. Just do it yeah, already. Please. I'm tired of hearing about. Please, it. I, me too. Seriously, Look, I'm tired, tired of, of hearing that. Well, we went to the moon and it was just dust and rocks, and there's nothing on it. Look well, at, if we're gonna build a house yeah. on it, build a house. Yeah, if you're I'm gonna, with you on that. Hundred yeah, percent. Put Let's the base. Do it. Get up there. Put the base there. Let's do it. We, there's, we've got the technology. We've had it. For 45 right. years. And, you know, all right, so great. Uh, Tesla is flying his uh, car and his robot into space, and we're going to go to Mars, and we're going to do all yeah. this stuff on Mars. Uh-huh. And we already know it takes 20 years for sex slaves to get there <laughs> if you make a wrong turn, thanks to Alex Jones. Another incredible uh, fact we learned from the Alex Thank Jones you. show. That's why we need to bring it back. Thank you. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Bring Instagram, it back. Snapchat, Amazon, YouTube, Everybody, all of it. Bring it back. Um, but I'm with you on that. Let's go. It's the moon. If we want, yeah. if we don't want to have a gap, if right. we want to be, if we want to be up there, and you know what's <clears> going to happen is we're going to have to zone it off, right? Because then every other country is going to say, "Well, we get some part too." Well, go well, ahead. No, and build. if you can get there, you can you can have your part. Yeah, yeah, right. Go ahead right. and get go there. Ahead, build. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. And they've never been able to. Right. They, nobody's done it. We're the only country on Earth. That has done it. Think about that. It's amazing. You know, still, it's it's 2018 now. It hasn't been 45 years. It's been, uh, it'll be 50 years next year. It's 49 years now. And I may have, I may have missed something, but the shots that we're getting back to this planet from other planets, uh, from spaceships that are sent, taking pictures and stuff, um, that's come from, oh, I don't know, the United States. Yeah. That's not uh-huh. come from. We're not seeing. Uh, we're not seeing. Oh well, mm-hmm. India sent up a rocket, and we're seeing pictures from their spaceship. No, we're not <laughs> doing that. Uh, sorry, that's not happening. Yeah, the the rover that's on Mars right now. Where'd that come from? Oh, that's, oh, yeah, right. that's that, right. That came from NASA. Yeah, yeah the, we're uh, seeing shots from Saturn NASA. and beyond. From from all of that, and that's all from us. Yeah, the Voyager Voyager so that, that took a that took shots beyond the yeah, solar system. Amazing. That's NASA. That's the United States Thank of America. You sure? It's, it's NASA. Yeah. Yeah. It's not oh. Russia. It's not China. It's not India. It's not the European Union. Was it Bahrain? Nope. <laughs> it was the United States of America. And, it, you know, th- that's the thing. And that's one of the things that that was exciting for this country. And it united the country. Because while everybody was saying, well, we've got problems on the earth that we should be dealing with and spending all this money on. <laughs> well, it, but, yeah. But it brought, it brought us together. For one thing, it gave us a common vision for another thing. And all of the things that we discovered on the way to getting to the moon, we all we use them all today. All of them, Um, you know, cell phone technology, for instance, all of that stuff came from the moonshot. All of it. Velcro came from the moonshot. I mean, things you wouldn't even expect 
And where would we be today without Tang? Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. And I don't know about I you, mean, but... that's the, the be-all and end-all right there. My household has more than one Fisher Space pen in it. Does it? That writes upside down? Yeah. Okay. I mean... And how many times do you have you used that in your life? Oh, I mean, none. Can you count? Uh, no, I can't count them because like they're laying, aren't down, you're laying down and you're writing. <laughs> <laughs> Those pens are so cool and they're never used. I know. So, so sad. Well, because you only have to spend like, I don't know, $18 million a pen. And the big the big joke was uh, NASA came up with a way to write uh, weightlessly with a pen. I know, I know. The Russians <laughs> used a, a pencil. pencil. <laughs> so good wait the pencil writes upside down no, no that can't be but we wanted to make sure that we check with well, the check mark could be seen and not erased I mean, that's, that's so funny it's funny but i'm with you though absolutely let's go let's build guys we're building i'm ready because i'm, I'm just got, tired of the nonsense. construction workers looking for something to do out here on 114 in mm-hmm. dallas fort worth send them up there let's get building absolutely it's it's time you know it's been uh, the last moonshot was 1972 that's 46 years ago come on let's let's go back let's let's get this done uh just a few of the things that uh have been developed by the nasa space program um memory foam okay you might sleep on it or have a pillow made of it the cordless power tools uh cushiony sneakers freeze-dried foods invisible braces advanced baby food preservation joysticks cell phone technology i mean the list is pretty long i mean that list alone if you just stop there light emitting diodes or leds infrared ear thermometers artificial limbs ventricular assist device in 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 medical uh applications uh anti-icing systems highway safety programs improved radial tires chemical detection uh, video enhancing and analysis systems, landmine removal, fire resistance or resistant reinforcement, firefighter gear, uh, yeah. t- a temper foam, enriched baby food, portable cordless vacuums, um, harnessing solar energy, pollution remediation, water purification, better software. Structural analysis, refrigerated internet connected wall ovens. I mean, it's a really long Amazing. list, and that's just a partial one. Right. And there's thousands of products that have directly or indirectly come from the space program. And so, I'm sure that, and I'm sure that some of the uh, naysayers mm-hmm. for this uh, NASA's plan to send people to the moon to stay uh, will say that that's all part of the. Uh, and and I, I'm kind of I'm okay with it. I think. Uh, on the on the top on the the cover of it is uh, the the space force and mm-hmm. being able to launch from the moon. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not that bad of an idea, I don't think. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, because if if we don't have a space force, you don't think the Russians and Chinese are trying to do something from space, right? Uh, of course they are, and I don't want to fall behind in that technology. I don't either. I not mean, e- that could no. be disastrous to our country. No, I don't want Bahrain on the moon. No, us not. I, and I don't want the Russians and the Chinese with with weapons up in space pointed at us, and we can't do anything about right. it. Right? I mean, that'd be a catastrophe. So, I, I think it's really important uh, to be on the cutting edge of this stuff. And so, while people are making fun of Trump for, well, you got a space force—that's really I mean, cool. 
Is it Marvin the Martian? Is that what you're working on, yeah. Donald? And, and they were just mocking him and 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 uh, ridiculing it. They did the same thing. They did the same thing to Reagan when he when he when he was, was the Star Wars talking about Star Wars. Now that actually wasn't a program, but wish it was. Shut up about it, because we're <laughs> we're fooling the Russians with this. The Soviets right. don't know it's not real, and so it caused them to go into a frenzy and start spending all kinds of money they didn't have. And it, and they collapsed because of it, in part because of it. Right. So uh, it was a that was a pretty smart tactic. It was. And I wish we did have Star Wars system. Me too. Uh, that'd be nice. And, and why not try to develop a Star Wars system where you could shoot down missiles that are headed for your country? That seems like a pretty good idea to me. Uh, and, and something that shouldn't be mocked just because you differ politically from the president who's proposing the plan. Wait, are you are you a patriot? Do you have a family here that you want protected? Because that seems like a pretty good protection plan to me. Um, let me tell you about a, another pretty good system, a pretty good way to lose weight and keep it off. It's called Riduzone. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took the good stuff and extracted it from olive oil. And it's the OEA in the olive oil that has been shown to boost metabolism and help reduce appetite. So when you take Riduzone, it helps you not think about food all day long. Man, because that is the hard part. Once you've lost weight and all you want to do then is go back to your old eating habits, right? You just want to go back and eat. Okay, now I'm going to have ice cream every night. Well, yeah, but that's how I got into the situation in the first place. No, what, yeah, I how I got into the I'm situation in the first place was eating the entire package of ice cream every night. I'm just going to just eat half of it. Right, just half. And then for I'll now. go back for the other half <laughs> when I'm done with the first half. And that's what happens. Riduzone can help you break that cycle. Um, and so give it a try. Just try it. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. Riduzone.com. Go there, enter the promo code PAT, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. RidUZone.com, promo code PAT, for 30% off of a three-month supply. It's RidUZone.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on the Twitterverse, you know the chat thing, whatever that is. It's at Pat Unleashed and at Jeffy MRA. It's very simple. Just go on Twitter and follow oh, wait, us at Jeffy MRA as well. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's a thing. All right, my friend. <laughs> so, how's this two hundred and eighty character thing working out? Are people excited about that? Yeah. I, you know. I, I still look at the tweets and they still seem pretty short. Yeah. Well, not every. I don't believe everyone has it yet. I don't think everyone has the 280. Really? If I'm wrong on that, I apologize. But I don't. You better think not so. be, you bastard. If you're wrong on that, you need to. Because Twitter. First of all, I don't even think about ever using that many. So maybe uh-huh. maybe everyone does have it, and I just you should don't try. Use you should it. try to do 280. See because I just works. come to think of it now that you know, I know I don't get to the end anymore where I have to think about. You know, deleting stuff. Mm-hmm. So probably mm-hmm. everyone does have it by now. But uh, 
nobody was you, it a special your, program you had to yeah, upload? In the beginning it was. No, but in the beginning it was they only gave it to a few people like a trial thing. Oh, really? And I, and I don't remember being told that, hey, you got 280 now, but maybe we did. Because mm. I never think about uh, I never think about having to delete things anymore, so that's probably true. We probably do all have it. Because, uh, you know, in the past, when it was 140, you'd tweet something, <laughs> type out your tweet and it would get dark at the end, so you had to delete stuff to make everything count. And that's where you got into mm. uh, people making up, you know, abbreviations yeah. for words yeah. and, and uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, that, that that was fun. At least that's, I liked that. Did you? It was fun. Yeah, I remember those fun times. Right? Good times. Good times, man. When, you, when the when the tweet got too long and it got dark yeah, the, and you had, you had to delete to deliver, and figure yeah. out how to say it. Those were good times. Cut words. Good times, yeah. <laughs> Really fun. Yeah, that's I miss, what I'm saying. I miss those days of right. Twitter. I miss those Twitter that's days. That's what I'm saying. Man, they were fun. <laughs> yeah. And then the old Snapchat thing. Well, that, those were great times, too. I, the early Snapchat I stuff. I love with Snapchat. Snapchat, didn't that start out with six seconds and then it disappeared? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's different than that oh, now. Oh, yeah. That changed, too, right? Yeah. Because that started out as, like, porn, right? Kids were... We're sending porn to each other for six seconds, and then it disappeared. Wasn't that what that was all about? I mean, and so I was really surprised when Snapchat became a thing for everybody else, and all of a sudden now it's legit. Oh, okay. Well, huh? What's surprising to me is you say it got started with the six second thing of, mm-hmm. that started with porn, like it was a bad thing. Yes, I do say that. Okay, like it was I mean, I got thing. the impression that yeah. you were thinking that was a bad thing. I, yes, I was thinking it was that a bad was the thing. Yeah. farthest thing from my mind. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what a stunning surprise. What a, what a surprise that is. Uh, who owns Snapchat? Does Facebook own that too? Ooh, that's they a good question. They own Instagram, right? They own, yeah, Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram and and uh, Google sure. and YouTube. Right. And, uh, I'm not sure who owns Snapchat. Maybe that's Snapchat's all, all on their own now. I don't know. Twitter? Snap owns Snapchat? Okay. All right. <clears throat> and Twitter is just, they're independent too, right? Yeah. They haven't been gobbled up by no, anybody? No, they have not. Are they making money at Twitter? I think they've made some. I think they've really struggled. You know, they've been struggling to try to find ways to yeah, make money. Yeah, they can't monetize and, the thing. Yeah, it's tough. You know, they're now they're, uh-huh. they're getting into a live video just like everyone else wants to do, you know, and they're creating their own content, their own shows. That's amazing doing to some me. sports stuff and they're trying to, you know, trying to create their own shows because that's where the money is, right? Yeah. Everyone, you create your own content. Uh-huh. And you sell ads to, you know, to have on that content. I was reading that in 10 years, the NFL probably won't be on television. It probably won't be on ESPN, CBS, ABC, NBC, any of that. It's going to be on Facebook, Snapchat, uh, Twitter. The Twitter's already Facebook, broadcasting it. Yeah. If I already said Facebook, YouTube. Um, it's going to be on social media. Yeah. And you'll see it that way. That's that, amazing. Right. And look, that's I was thinking about this when they made such a big deal about the network saying they weren't going to carry the uh, national anthem. Most of the networks didn't carry the national anthem anyway. That's right. Yeah. They, I don't know why they're making such a big deal. They usually deal. didn't. They're trying to fuel the fire right. with the saying, well, we're just not going to carry it. They never did anyway. Yeah. It was rare. So what you should do is promise not to carry the nonsense that goes on during the anthem. Thank you. Don't do that. Right. So. Right. 
you didn't carry it anyway, but then you told us, uh, well, Malcolm Jenkins was uh, doing a fist salute during the right. national anthem and or why don't you just say, hey, spitting as, on the as, flag. As one of the biggest uh, spenders to, your, to the NFL, uh, which helps in paying your salary, football players, mm-hmm. um, why don't you, uh, during the time you're playing your game, mm-hmm. and we'll give you the time frame. Like from uh, you know the four hour time frame that we have blocked for your game, uh, which is probably three hours now, three and a half hours. Um, that's the time when you don't get to protest, right? Yeah, uh, that's the time when you're going to play football, and when we talk to you, you're going to talk about football. And if and then if we give you an opportunity, you can promote where you'll be uh, on Tuesday, your day off, <laughs> uh, to uh, promote your social justice nonsense. <laughs> Did you just call social justice nonsense? I apologize, yes. Oh, my. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. But how about we do that? Wow. I mean, but they yeah. don't have the guts to do that. No, Not they even don't. close. No, they don't. But, you know, when they were all during the offseason, when you kept seeing them everywhere, the social right. justice well, warriors that's, that's of the I mean. NFL. That's why do you remember I offered how them obnoxious oppor- that was? That's why I offered them an opportunity to promote it. I kept having end. to step over them on the street corners because they were all kneeling there. Uh, every everywhere I looked, there's Malcolm Jenkins of the Philadelphia Eagles right. out protesting about whatever cop killed whatever person. Oh man, that shows you how senseless this whole thing yes, is. Yes, thank you. If you do it during the off season and you're totally dedicated to it, then okay. Well, then I can see you taking it into the season too, or trying to. For once, I, I really would like to have at least someone uh, that had some sense. Uh, that has you know a, a, some football players, some former football players, some people that have make could make sense of it. Saying at least you know, I, I realize you're not mm. a slave to your million dollar paycheck. If you think you are, then quit. Yeah, then quit. Then you won't be a slave. Go anymore. do something else, yeah. and you won't be a slave anymore. But you won't Guess be making what? millions. Anymore Everyone either. employed is a slave under your definition. That's the way it works. You you don't want to you don't want to work for someone else. You want to be free. You want to be not scared about getting fired when you come into work every day. Go to work for yourself. Go work for yourself, and then you can create income and create whatever kind of product or what kind of what kind of service, whatever kind of goods you want, and you get to survive that way, and you get to live the way you want to live. And it's so insulting to refer to what they do as slavery, and uh, it absolutely. demeans what really went on. With people who were involved in it that, sure does, and continue to be involved in it to this day. There, you know, we've made the point many times. There's more slaves today than in the whole history of the slave trade combined. Uh, that's hard to fathom. It sure is, and nobody's paying sure attention is. to it's that. Very hard. To nobody's paying attention. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Nick in Illinois. Hey, Nick, you're on the blaze. Hey guys, hey, How's it going? good, good. Uh, I got several. Uh, misheard song lyrics for you that I've okay. accumulated right. over the years. Yeah, um, I always thought that uh, "Bring Me a Higher Love" was "Bake Me a Pie of Love." <laughs> I'm okay with that one. I like that one. I do too. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a pie either. I uh, of love or okay. cream or whatever. <laughs> whatever. I like pie, so I'm all about that one. What else you got? Then the. Uh, uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody, when Freddie Mercury says, sometimes I wish I'd never been born at all, I thought it was, sometimes I wish I'd never been boiled in oil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tough one, though. Yeah, that's a, 
That is a hard one. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody is hard to understand all the way through it, really, because it's an, such an unusual song and such unusual lyrics. And then he throws in uh, some Arabic in there, too. Beelzebub. Yeah, you got Beelzebub in there, and you have... Uh, uh, What's the other one? Uh, Scaramouche. Oh, Scaramouche, right. Scaramouche. Will you do the Fandango? Will you do the Fandango. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's... Then there's... Uh, Something else too, another Arabic term in there, but I forget what it is at this particular juncture. But anyway, that's a, I mean that song is a is a is a big song. We've mentioned yes, Mishmila, yes, Mishmila. Right, right. Thank right. you, thank you. But we've mentioned that song, you know, three or four times with different points during uh, yeah, the song, different parts Everyone, of the song. Yeah. yeah. And more? Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought that Elton John's Rocket Man was the Rocket Man burning all the trees off every lawn. <laughs> I thought it was something like that too. Um, I, I can't remember, but I, I think I, I saw that one is hard well. to that understand. Is, yeah, because yeah. it's a, a Rocket of, Man, and he's he's burning, burning up the fuel, fuel up, up here, alone. here alone. But I kept, yeah. thinking, I remember thinking that's yeah. a good one because I kept remember, when I was younger, up, I didn't, I didn't know what that was. Burning up here in space alone. I didn't think about the fuel. Yeah, the fuel was never there. Yeah. yeah. When I remember hearing the lyrics for the, you know, reading the lyrics to that for the first time, thinking, okay. wow, yes, I was surprised by that one, and I was surprised by a lot of uh, Elton, a lot of Elton John songs, a lot of Elton because yeah. he's so hard to understand when he sings, and and I think that's kind of intriguing about his music. It because sure is. It, so it lasts longer because you don't know what he's saying and you can't sing it right. And like um, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, when he's talking about, um, there's the part where uh, the dogs of society, how you can't plant me in your penthouse. Right. Uh, going, going back, back to, to my, my plow. plow. Back yeah. back to the howling old, old owl, owl in, in the, the woods. woods. Back to the uh, horny... T- Back where the horny toad something or other. Right. And and I never knew what I that was growing that. up. I was thinking Hang that. Hang on, I, Nick. We'll let you finish up here in a second. We, we got carried away one. there with your uh, lyrics. Uh, 888-933-93. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. Uh, 888-900-3393. Off and on today, we've been talking about uh, misunderstood song lyrics. And uh, there's a lot of them. I mean, almost every Elton John song, from Benny and the Jets, you know, where uh, your electric boobs and your mom has two instead of electric boots. Man, I know Your kidding. mohair suit. Nobody knows what a mohair suit is, so no, you're not thinking of stuff like that. <laughs> There's a lot of, of lines uh, in Elton's songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you just you, you know don't the, know what they are. You know, you know <laughs> the basic premise of the song, and you know the lines leading up to the line that you have no idea no, what it is. No clue. Because we, we were just in the in the break, we were just going through uh, Yellow Brick Road, and there's two verses in there that I know for a fact I, I had didn't no idea. sing right. Yeah, I just found these out just a few years ago, and it kind of 
the song was reborn for me because now, <laughs> oh right wait, now okay. I know it. Now I get it. I can sing along with it. So good. Uh, yeah. The um, the what do you think you'll do then? Uh, Let's just shoot down the plane. It'll take you a couple of vodka and tonics to get you on your feet again. Never. Never knew that line. I never sang that. Either of those lines. No way. Then maybe you'll get a replacement. There's plenty like me to To be be found. found. I knew that part. Yep. And then I couldn't figure out mongrels who ain't got a a pad sniffing for tidbits like you on the ground. I could tell you never I mean, that's a tough one. That is a tough song, and I don't think anybody knows. Back to the howling old owl in the woods, hunting the horny back toad. Yeah, no way. Back Boy. to the howling old owl, owl in the, in the woods, woods, hunting, hunting the, the horny back toad. Nobody knows that line. No, I, think, the I don't remember what I thought it was when I was a kid. Just You thought it was a mumble. But yes. And that's all you did was, <laughs> oh, I finally decided my future lies. Right, right. Then you're back into it. You feel good. You know the song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know it. I know yeah, I've heard I got it. it. Come on, I'm hip. I listen to these, <laughs> these hit songs all the time. I know what he's saying. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We were talking to Nick, uh, who's got a, a bunch of um, misunderstood lyrics in his past. Uh, what else, Nick? I just thought uh, Pink Floyd's uh, Another Brick in the Wall. <laughs> Instead yeah. of uh, No Dark Sarcasm. I had to look this one up. I, I never figured this one out. No Dark Sarcasm in the Classroom. I thought it was No Dog's Orgasm in the Bathroom. <laughs> I mean, and first of all, we all know how wrong that is. I mean, there should never be dogs orgasming in the bathroom. Also, ever. what a what a creepy thing to sing about. That's kind of <laughs> gross. <laughs> so it's good. Though. I love it. I like it. Yeah, it's I good. Like it. That's good. Uh, did that kind of? Uh, I mean, that must have damaged your childhood just a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every time I, mean, I walked I'm... in the bathroom, I was afraid I'd see a dog <laughs> orgasming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so appreciate good. the call. Thanks, Nick. Uh, Tom in Texas. Hi, you're on the blaze. Pretty good. How you doing, Pat? I'm good. All right. Doing good. Hey, the ones that always got me, and thank God my wife always straightened me out, was, uh, you know, the I think it's by the PGs that won more than a woman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I would sing ball-headed woman. Did you really? We were, we were, yeah, we we were just, just talking that. about that a couple hours ago. Yeah, you you are the one who thought it was bald headed woman. Yes, I thought it was bald headed woman. Oh, that's and amazing. then you know oh, the wow. one Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Where it's certain as the sun. I thought it was circumcised the sun. <laughs> like S O N son, like you circumcise your son after he's yes, born kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Circumcised the sun. So Tom, and then Paul Simon with that uh, one coat of chrome for a long time I was singing and my wife finally told me to be quiet was <laughs> <laughs> Mama, don't take my flutophone away. I thought it was flutophone. Flutophone, which you yeah. thought was what exactly? Well, it's Kodachrome, but I thought right. it was flutophone because no. that's what we used to play in grade school was a flutophone. Oh, you had a flutophone. I didn't, I don't, I'm unfamiliar with a flutophone. There well, is a see, flutophone. Nowadays, you don't have that stuff. But when I was a kid in school, yeah. you played the flutophone, the oh. sand blocks, or the triangle. I got the All flutophone. Right. Those are for the. Those, Tom, All right. I got news for a couple things. First, those, they gave the flutophone and the triangle to kids that didn't play an instrument. Yeah. So here, here you go. Mm, yeah. And second, have you stopped drinking uh, now? Wait, or? Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So you're good. All right, Tom. Thanks, thanks. Tom. <laughs> Chrome was, yeah. They, That's a good song. They give us those nice, bright colors. This, this is a song, though, 
that is completely irrelevant now that nobody understands anymore because what the hell is Kodachrome? What is oh, that? I know. It gives us nice bright colors, the greens of summers, makes us think all the world's a sunny day. I got a Nikon camera. What's that? Everybody's got their phone, and well, that's all you need, and that's what you take pictures with. All of this stuff is completely irrelevant. There are, there are Nikons, and my, I mean, my wife is... Some people have Nikon. Yeah, if you're super into photography, you still maybe get a camera. But those are all digital. They're not film. Yeah, right. Right. Those are all, those right. Are all digital. They're not film. Even uh, the cameras yeah, now don't gone. come with Kodachrome. I mean, we have, we actually have. Uh, Think some, of that. What happened to Kodak? Did they evolve in time, or are they gone? Well, Kodachrome stuff. That I don't know that there's a place unless you know someone to develop the film that develops it anymore. Really? Yeah, I think that's done. Because there was a that's there's a movie now. There's a movie that's up on Netflix or Amazon with Ed Harris, <laughs> and he plays uh, a, a, a world class photographer. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think it is called Kodachrome, actually. Oh, really? The name of the movie. I have to, but I, is it from the past? Like, takes place in the it, 70s or something? Um, no, it's a new movie. No. And it's him uh, taking his son to the last place in Nebraska that develops Kodachrome until it closes. Oh, really? That's the that's the. Oh, that's kind of cool. Movie. Huh. Um, because, and so this is, so I think that that was based on, you know, now there's no place, unless you know someone that can develop film. Yeah, think there of that. are people that can develop films. Still. I, I remember. But it, you can't just take it in and say, hey, I want this film developed anymore. And There's just, no place to go. It wasn't that long ago where we would take all kinds of photographs and then take the film and take it yep. down to, you know, Costco or Sam's Club or whatever grocery Walgreens, store, or any, Walgreens, of the drug stores, any of those places yeah. where they developed and, film. I mean, there was actually places, uh, copy, copier companies, paper companies, that that's what they did was develop pictures. And some of them would do it in an hour. Some of them did it in 24 hours. Yeah. And then you come back and you get your photos that's, uh, that are developed. That is so archaic oh, now. The, the, that, that seems like ancient history it is doesn't it it is ancient history and it's only it was probably 10 years yeah. ago i mean you probably still 15 do it 10 maybe ago. 10 15 years ago we were still developing film maybe maybe yeah, I don't we know were behind the, the time I the timeline i don't know but really i guess that all stopped with the cell phone and that was 2007 when iphone when uh, apple invented the iphone so it's only been 11 years right that's amazing that is that is amazing wow yeah, the, is- the world has changed so much in so many different ways. And, you know, we've talked about it before with, for instance, Blockbuster Video, which completely obsolete and gone right. now, Hollywood and all that stuff. And then, but you just, you forget how quickly all that stuff disappeared from our lives. Just, just gone. In a blink of an just eye. Just gone. You know, we, I have a bag that I pulled out of the garage. And you can, I'll stop there and then you can make your own jokes. But it has old <laughs> camera stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it but it's old film camera stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got like two or three old uh, Canon and Nikon film cameras and and some lenses that don't fit the new digital cameras. And, I mean, you want to talk about relics. Yeah. I, you open up that bag and you go, yeah. the only reason I save it is because I think, well, you know, it would be nice to sit on a shelf and look at. Yeah. And, you know, see. And then I mm-hmm. close the bag up and it goes back into the <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I've got enough stuff on a shelf collecting dust. I don't need the cameras. It's true. It's amazing. Well, it's just amazing. It's hard not to become a hoarder, though, you know, because so many of these things you think, well, I'm going to hang on to that because someday I'm going to really 
I'm going to want to remember that. I want to remember that. Or give pass it down to my kids or whatever. And kids don't want it. just turns out to be junk and, and just throw it away. I remember, I, I, you just <laughs> laugh about, you talk about a hoarder. It's uh, absolutely easy. It because is. Because I can remember now going through my folks' house uh-huh. and re- thinking that this whole time, all these years, my dad, you don't need to save that. Just throw it away. You're never going to use it. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, it, uh, it's saved. And in the end... In the end, you just throw it away. Throw it away. My mom was kind of a hoarder. She had stuff, away. but that's but that's what jammed happened. into her uh, house. Right. She had clothes. I mean, but that stuff meant something to her. Now, my, I'm not talking about the disease of actually hoarding and mm-hmm. the you know the crammed in one little walkway to the to the place where you sit and watch TV. Yeah, Those are, it wasn't like that. Right. But, right. Yeah. But but my dad died about 20 years ago, and she used then because she stayed in the same house that I grew up. Sure. In. Until she died last year. And so she used every closet in the house to jam her old clothes in. And I always say, Mom, let's just get rid of this stuff. Let's take it down to, you know, the St. Vincent de Paul or whatever wherever, right. place. And oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. No, you're no, you're no, never gonna no, wear Bob, gonna any of this stuff again. I mean, huge closets jam packed where you can't even move the hangers because the clothes are jammed in there so tight. Uh, whole closets full of dresses that she hasn't worn in 60 years. Coats that she hasn't seen in almost a lifetime. And so when she died, we've got what all do you do with of it? this stuff. What I are we going to do? We've got a whole house full of crap. Just stuff. What are you going to do with it all? It's just stuff. Yeah. And then it's interesting because once we finally got rid of that, sold the house, and then one of, those flip, one of the house flippers came. And they're the ones who bought the house. And they completely gutted the inside and changed everything. everything. And then they uh, I just saw some pictures of it. Some photos went up because it's for sale at about double and a half the price we got for it. And it was unbelievable. Right. Unrecognizable as right. the house I grew up in. So my mom would have hated So what you're that. saying, if your mom would have sold some of her junk, she could have fixed the place up a little yes, bit. Yes, maybe we could have remodeled that thing and sold it for double what we got. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> and of course, you went through every pocket in each jacket and shirt. Yes. Looking for, looking for rolled change, up cash. Cash. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> would have been nice to find like diamonds and rubies in there. It would have been great. But no. No. It just smelled like mothballs. Of course. All of it. It was nasty. I mean, we've moved stuff now from... Florida to Pennsylvania to Texas. And I am so mad at myself from the last time that we moved from one house in Texas to another house that I didn't just throw it away. everything in the in the center of the cul-de-sac we lived in and mm-hmm. burn it. <laughs> I, I wanted to just put it in the <laughs> Might middle of the Might have been an issue cul-de-sac. with the fire department, but still. They were down the road. Yeah, they okay. could have come if there was a problem. They were just, seriously, right. they were close. And I would just burn it and be done with it. Because, yeah. look, there's probably probably. At least 90%, and I'll even give you 80% of the thing. So you, there's 20% of stuff that is usable, right? Mm-hmm. The other 80%, if it's gone, if you ask me, hey, do you want me to save this? Yes is the answer. Every time. But. Almost every time. If you if it goes away, if I just strike the match. You'll never if remember If I strike the it. match and throw it on that pile in the cul-de-sac and uh-huh. walk away, somebody, a year Nobody from now, a year from now, somebody's going to go, hey, didn't we have one of those? You know, I think we did. Let's go get a new one. <laughs> 
or no, uh-huh. we don't have to use that stuff anymore. Yeah. Use this. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. It is amazing. I mean, she had things at her house like a Magnavox console television. And you think, and she's from keeping, 1975. Right. And you love it. It's brought back all kinds of memories. Think, well, but on, nobody's giving you a dime for that thing. No, nope. it had a it had an eight track player in it. It had an AM FM dial turntable. You know, turntable in it. Yes, screen. turntable screen two screen. two to four mm-hmm. speakers. Yep, two and four, it weighed nine thousand four hundred pounds. And probably some open containers where you can keep stuff. Where yes, you can store stuff where you stored albums. albums. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I was, remember those. Yeah, it looked good in 1975, and it looks good with the television and other stuff set up on top of it in <laughs> old houses. And that's what happens. Of with course, it. it does. I mean, I, 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 finally, I had parents too. We, it's the same stuff. My brother and I were visiting a couple years ago, and we finally said, "You know what? We're just taking this to the dump," and we did. Because, but and oh nobody no, it's going to be worth it. something. It's, no. No, it's not. It's not. It, absolutely. It's going to rot in this house. That's all, that's all it does. I mean, <laughs> it's so good, and it's so yep. nice, and it's so heavy, and it's so sturdy, and it, it was built to last forever. And Magnavox was their great. Hearts. Absolutely. It was great. They, it was a great product. It probably still worked. Was it probably, if someone were to get behind there and mess with the tubes in that TV, it tubes. would still work. Yeah. It would still work. But. Nobody's giving you. Nobody's a doing it. Dime for that thing, and I guarantee the Best Buy, uh, the Best Buy computer group, the nerd groups, or whatever the heck they call themselves. They do. They call themselves nerd th- groups. Are not yeah. coming by to fix your <laughs> no, they're TV because yeah, it ain't worth it. Anyway. It's not doing it. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about Earth Water, a hundred percent natural beverage. This isn't stuff that they, you know, they're making man-made garbage and just putting it out is natural this is natural uh uh water it just tastes like water it's so great because it has 70 trace minerals in it that put much needed micronutrients back into your diet and it helps to boost your energy level and rebuild your immune system and and reduce your stress there's all kinds of benefits you can get from drinking this water it improves memory and focus it's unlike any other mar- thing on the market and after you try it and see how good it is, then you might also want to consider becoming an Earthwater affiliate where you'll be given a unique ID link that pays you a 40% weekly commission uh, just to share this with your customers. Just sell it with your, to your customers and they'll give you a 40% commission for just selling a healthy product. If you'd like to try that out and be on the ground floor as a participant in this new venture, go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. That's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Blaze Radio Network. Hey, uh, don't forget, coming up a week, see, I think it's two weeks from today, the return. Yes, it is. Return of Moron Trivia. Think about it. On the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. 
The Green Bay Packers take on the Chicago Football Bears. A rivalry that goes back for decades. (laughs) Back to the time when Bronco Nagurski lost an eye, both legs, and one arm at the elbow, and still hopped out with his lower torso onto the football field for the second half. It's not like that anymore. No, no it not, is not. Not in this sissy uh, it's NFL. Not even close. Now it's like in the second half, Robert Smith could not play because he broke a nail on his left index finger. <laughs> you can't even get <laughs> some he players... stubbed his toe and was out for 16 weeks. Turf toe. <laughs> You know, turf. And I, I, so I different have laughed now. so hard about there was there was one player who actually was out for a while with turf toe. Yeah, and they justified you. You don't yeah. know how serious oh, turf you, toe you, is. I remember that. Shut up. It might not be the same guy because they I, say it every single time somebody has turf toe. You, <laughs> if you don't, you don't, know. you don't know how bad you don't turf know toe. How bad turf toe. I don't know how people played with broken legs in the sixties. People were snapped in half and were still playing the game in the 60s. Joe Montana had back surgery. Yeah. He came back to win a play. Anyway, I don't know if he won a Super Bowl after the back surgery, but I guess he did. But either way. You think of those old NFL films you used to play, and the guys were all bloodied and broken, and they had fingers missing. Oh, yeah. Their finger was in somebody's helmet. It was... Somebody well, bites off an ear. It's, I, think it was, it was I think it was Jim Brown, the quote of Jim Brown, when he was playing that uh, he would, uh, in, in those days, they would stick, you know, the defensive guys would stick to your hands, try to poke your eyes in the helmet, and he would yeah. bite their fingers and, and try to bite them off and say, oh, you know, what's outside the mask is yours, what's inside is mine. That's, that's a, I, I don't I thought that might be a while, you know, an old tale, but I just remember hearing that. I, I believe it from Jim Brown. Jim Brown, by the way, speaking of which, what a cool moment he had. He was being interviewed uh, by this, uh, you know, this sports talk guy, JT the Brick. Now, if you know anything about sports talk people, they're almost exclusively liberal guys. Uh, almost all. They're almost always. All always on the left. I don't know how that happened. I don't know why. It just is. It's just a fact. And so he gets... He gets uh, J- Jim Brown on his show to ask him uh, about Donald Trump and the kneeling situation. And of course, you know what they're looking for is to have Jim Brown just, uh-huh. just rip Donald Trump call and say him a, that every player around the country should kneel. Absolutely. Instead, he's a little surprised. When this current president gets political with the game that you played at the highest level, the NFL, and comments on this, are you able to comment? Do you sit back and watch this? Are you concerned of the message coming from the White House? Do you want do, do you want to say what a racist bastard this uh, president <laughs> is? Uh, Jim Brown, is that what you want to do? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give a chance right now to go ahead and do that. Uh, that's what he wants. Yeah, that's what no, he's, he's trying to no push him toward. Well, I tell you, man, it's very confusing, JT. Mm. It's hard to know the good guys and the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I should That's be sure. criticizing Trump on every level because he does certain things. 
that calls for criticism. But when I look at television and I see all of these announcers become experts and they're mm-hmm. pointing their fingers and they're not doing the doggone thing but pointing their fingers, I find myself really pulling for the president. He finds himself really pulling for the president. Huh. At this point, JT the Brick has swallowed his tongue. And he wants to cut this interview off. You are kidding. You know he does. Look at the time. Is it time? What? This is a Hall of Fame, one of the greatest football players, maybe the best running back of all time. Now, that will make me very unpopular in the black community, very unpopular with a lot of Americans. But Mm. I think that there are certain good things that are coming out of this presidency because we've never seen anything like it. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, there's confusion. A lot of people are retiring. A lot of people are giving their uh, 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 opinions. And we mm-hmm. have to really deep down, dig deep down inside to come up with the right kind of an answer. But here's my answer to all who wants to criticize me or who don't believe that I'm a good American. Okay. I believe that I have to work on myself first wow. to be huh. as good a person as I can be, to huh. back up my country in the best way I know how. And the second situation, I should be helpful to those people who need help that don't have life as good as I have it. And if I do those two things, and I'm thinking, I think I'm making my contribution. Look at that. Wow. I mean, that is unbelievable. That's fantastic. And, and I mean, you know that stunned the, the sport broadcast industry. I mean, that's Jim. Go ahead and call him an Uncle Tom. See what happens to you. No kidding. Go ahead and say that he's not black enough. I mean, that's powerful stuff from a highly respectable man. A guy who's in the NFL Hall of Fame. A guy who's a, uh, he's a vet, right? Wasn't he, uh, uh, I don't wasn't know he a veteran? That. I'm not sure about that. It's possible. I just I don't know that. He spent five years as an Army Reserve officer. Oh, there you go. So, and he spent time, uh, you know, helping all the gang members and get kids right. off the streets, helping with all of that. I mean, he's a right. He's a. He's a, been an outspoken activist his whole life. Yes, he has. And he just gave an in your face to all the Trump haters. Kind of cool. Really. Have a great weekend. We will see you back here Monday. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.